It's the 50th episode. Woohoo. I'm so Yay. excited. <laughs> We're just going to jump straight to the song. What? Yes. Play that music. Oh, you are such a dork. <laughs> All right. 50th episode of Marvel it's Movie Night. Things. And as promised, we have a special guest, Lissa. Welcome, Lissa. <laughs> Thank you for having me, Marvel Movie Night. <laughs> well, we're happy to have you on. You've been one of our uh, earliest supporters. And. <laughs> We have so much feedback to get from you to, to get to from you that it's easier just to have you on the show. Oh Lord, <laughs> that is fair. Yeah, I mean, you do write a novel every time you have comments. So, <laughs> hey, I mean, at least you are getting heartfelt feedback. <laughs> absolutely, that's fair. Absolutely. Okay, what are the? Uh, All right, so uh, the whole. Th- Today, uh, we are going to talk about the list and what we got wrong. Oh. <laughs> and list is going to help us fix it. Uh, oh. In order to do that. <laughs> what uh, we got wrong. We should probably, uh, we, we've mentioned them before, but Lissa, your, your, your credentials in Marvel. What, what got you started with Marvel? Why do you like it uh, nearly as much as I do? <laughs> and yet somehow um, so when I, correct um, uh, so when I was a kid um, it was me and my dad uh, just the two of us for uh, until I was seven and he watched a lot of Marvel cartoons with me uh, we watched X-Men every day after school I remember watching Fantastic Four cartoons and Spider-Man cartoons and seeing characters like Blade coming in to those shows Um and then as uh, Marvel movies started coming out, that was like our thing. We'd go see things like that and then discuss what they got wrong. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's so much a better origin story than mine. <laughs> <laughs> Your origin story, which is you got dragged kicking and screaming. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because I mean, my good guys were Wonder Woman and, and Superman and Batman until I grew uh, up and realized he's a bum. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, Batman's a, a flavorless Tony Stark. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And he doesn't do any of the inventing. I think that depends on what era. Mm-hmm. But I don't know enough about DC to defend him, nor would I if I could. <laughs> Why would you? Yeah. <laughs> okay so the way this is going to work is we're going to start start at the bottom of the list oh that'll be easy right. i'm going to give a couple of blurbs okay for the movies mm-hmm. uh and then we will discuss whether or not they need to get shifted oh i you know i was just surprised to read the bottom of the list and remember that howard the duck is not actually on the bottom anymore no, no. <laughs> That's so sad. Right? 
There are actually uh, three movies, and you know, I've I've really sucked and have not kept the Marvel list up on the Facebook page. That's all right. We shifted to the um, to the blogs, the WordPress, and I'm keeping it up there. Okay. Uh, um, um, but yeah, there are three which, movies that were so bad that they're worse than Howard the Duck. Which, if I were a better host, I would. Three movies. That. You, WordPress. you would rather watch Howard the Duck more than three movies. Yes. <laughs> that that is bad. <laughs> yeah, it really, really is. Uh, half the time, I don't even remember the name of the movie. I just call it Duck Tits. Yeah. <laughs> because that's, that's really the one thing I remember from that movie. <sighs> Ma- okay. Master of Quack Food stands out for me. So bad. It's so bad. <laughs> oh, okay, Jay. All right. So at the bottom of the list, number 39, is Punisher Warzone from 2008. It was a bloody kind of sequel to the good Punisher movie, <laughs> uh, full of insane fight scenes and racism. Mm. Are we remembering that? Yes, I okay. remember the, the racism. And right above it at 38, uh, Ghost Rider 2 from 2011. And I've only got two words for this movie, Pissing Fire. Oh. <laughs> That's all you need to know. <laughs> that is this, an image. It is. This was also a massive retcon to the original movie, which was uh, yeah. considerably better, where Ghost Rider has to perfect, protect the son of the devil, who's also his brother. But no, he's not. Yeah. Yeah. So the question is, does Ghost Rider still beat Punisher Warzone? Does Ghost Rider 2? Oh, absolutely. Of course it does. I'm going to say yes, because I didn't even know this other Punisher existed until I was listening to your episode. Okay. Was this Punisher 2? Oh, no, this is... um, There's yet another Punisher that was just to keep the the rights. Oh, yeah, the Dolph Lundgren movie, which we haven't watched. Yeah, that was the the original Um, push. Yeah, so there's another one out there that I think you can only watch on YouTube. Um, (laughs) I have been told... We're not real fans if we don't watch it. A lot of people like the Dolph Lundgren version. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. That'll be a bonus feature when we're we're caught up. (laughs) I don't want to steal. I don't want to steal content for this show. No. We're already right on the edge of of what the mouse allows. Is it is it stealing if you're just watching something readily available on YouTube? If it's on YouTube, I think it's okay, but. Like, the mouse is very litigious, and we're critiquing and basically walking through all of their problems. You know what I have to say to that? Meow, meow, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Or is that mew, mew? Get it? Yes. Mew, mew. Yeah, I'm funny. All right, so moving up the list, uh-huh. uh, Blade 2 at number 37. This is from 2002, where Blade teams up with the Council of Vampires to kill the Uber Vamps. <laughs> oh, and Whistler gets resurrected. Yeah, so the real question yeah. is, how did Blade 2 make it up to on the list? Well, this is this is where the question come is, comes in. 
in retrospect, are Warzone and Spirit of Vengeance actually better than Blade 2? No. I feel like that can't be a thing. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, honestly, because Blade 2 was so bad. The Uber vamps were bad. I'll give you that. Oh, it was so bad. However, right. pissing fire. <laughs> Listen, I the one thing I do know is I am not watching those three to decide. <laughs> they can live in a puddle of crap at the bottom of the list for all I care. We have I, I don't know. I honestly don't. That's so hard. This is what we got you here for, Alyssa. What's what's your input? Leave it where it is, move it down. I mean I think at least leave it where it is, but I also have a special place for Blade because that was my intro into the vampire world. Okay. Oh no, really? That was, was that your first vampire movie? No, not my first vampire movie, but Blade was making um, special appearances in the amazing Spider-Man cartoon. Um, So that was the first time I, as a child was introduced to vampires. Oh, I will grant uh, you. I mean, I guess oh. that's not entirely true. <laughs> My parents read the Anne Rice books, so like I knew there were harder vampires out there than than Blade. But those those are quality vampires. Yeah, and as Marvel va- as Marvel vampires go, I will say that the Blade world is a much better vampire story than Morbius. Morbius. Yes. What's a Morbius? Oh, no. Yeah. He's a (laughs) Spider-Man villain slash hero. That's a vampire? Kind of. He doesn't drink blood. He, like, leeches things through suckers in his hands. That's not a vampire, then. Ooh, and the the energy vampire from X-Men that's, like, half pterosaur. Doctor. Oh, uh, yeah. Parasaur? Yeah, he's a he's a human that is an energy vampire. He drains energy from humans, but if he drains energy from a mutant, he turns into like a, a pterodactyl. Okay, well a pterodactyl. Well, let's see if you go down that road, then Rogue is kind of a vampire with her energy. Rogue is Rogue is definitely a vampire. You know what? We found the best vampire, Rogue. I feel like vampire has to stay in the classic blood sucking, blood sucking with the mouth. I mean, undead creature thing. Okay. And so Rogue is just a leech then. Yeah. Sure. Okay. The, the literary term is psychic vampire. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, so we leave blade two where it is. Okay. Moving up the list to number 36, Howard T. Duck from 1986. My board for this, Howard Howard gets sucked from his home world to Cleveland and uses quack food to save the world. Oh, it's so bad. I cannot tell you how many times I rented this movie as a kid. (laughs) I... My parents would never have let me watch this. I mean... Yeah, I should probably ask my dad why he kept letting me rent it. Because <laughs> it was harmless fun. But it was. 
Well, I mean, for the 80s, I, yeah, I can see that. I mean, it's no but, worse than uh, uh, Short Circuit or any of those summer camp oh, movies. Yeah. Wait, wait, hold on. What Short Circuit? What's wrong with Short Circuit? <laughs> <laughs> There were, oh, there you were, crossed a line. I there feel were, it. There were, there were not any robot tits in Short Circuit. There was no bestiality in Short in Circuit. Did he fall in love with Ali Sheedy? I mean, you're, I'm going to make you watch that movie. <laughs> there, that is not comparable to Howard the Duck. Johnny Five is still alive. Oh, that movie made me cry. <laughs> I love that movie. How dare you? And also, those summer camp movies that you've made me watch recently, my parents would never have let me watch those. Those are grown-ups abusing like children. Like what? What's the, tell her the name of the movie. The one that you kept saying was Kevin Bacon. Oh, I don't remember. It was like Up the River or Down the River. I don't remember. Oh, it, had one of, it had one of the... Um... Uh, Sean Astin is in it. Oh, why oh. was I thinking it was one of the uh, one of the brothers from? Uh, no, uh, I believe it's Sean Astin is in it when he's like eleven. Anyway, uh-huh. this, this guy that may or may not be Kevin Bacon takes these kids on a uh, adventure to toughen them up and almost kills them. Uh, it's a rafting adventure. And okay, we're getting them. a couple of different movies mixed up because the one I'm talking about is where the criminal. Like takes out the scout leader, and the criminal is taking the kids up a mountain. Oh yeah, that is a different movie. Isn't it? It's a different movie. Yeah, listen, he makes them swing out over this mountain. Kids are screaming, bloody murder. He, it's awful. Like, how did parents? What in the world? Oh, it was so bad. Uh, yeah, we watched it. A, it's been a couple of years ago now, and I'm like, how did this even get made? These are two different Dude, movies. Dude, I thought yeah. the worst was Space Camp. Like, okay, but you know, how do kids get launched into space? Tell no, me, that's worse. <laughs> tell me you didn't love Space Camp, though. Because oh, yes, totally. When I was a kid, oh, man, after I watched that movie, I campaigned for my parents to save up enough money for me to go to Space Camp. Um, And it, it just was never going to happen. But, like, I dreamed of going to space with... Uh, you know, I don't know, short yeah. round in Indiana Jones. <laughs> hey, I mean, and if you want to do your uh, your connection to Howard the Duck, Leah Thompson. Oh, that, you know what? That is so embarrassing. She should be so embarrassed that she was in that movie. <laughs> oh, so do we keep well, this at 30 I mean, had- Oh, Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, well, she's done Back to the Future. I mean, a yeah. lot of her things in the 80s were very sci-fi. But but she did Back to the Future, and then she did Howard the Duck. That's what blows my mind. Well. I mean, like, in yeah. the boardroom, this was going to start, a, this was going to open the gate for comic book movies. I don't know how they thought that. I really don't. I am curious, why pick Howard the Duck for that? Like, why yeah. not a bigger name? One word, Ewoks. Yeah. Uh, Another word, It was E-T. the era of Jim Henson. 
Yeah. Yeah. That does make sense. Uh, yeah. Thank, thank God they were wrong, though. Can you imagine if that's, that was the origin and then they built from that? Yeah. Yikes. Oh, Hi, Poppycat. So, leave it at 36, or does it need to be below Blade 2? Okay, look. I really would watch... <laughs> Howard the Duck before I would watch Blade 2 again. Okay. I mean, I, I love I love vampires, but not these guys. I mean... That is duck, fair. <laughs> duck tits before Blade 2. Okay. <laughs> Moving on to 2002. I never thought I'd hear Stacey say. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to 2002's Hulk. The movie that made Rose cry. This is Eric Bana's Hulk with Jennifer Conley and Sam Elliott. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yes. It also contains dog murder and some very odd CGI choices. Yeah. Yeah, this one was weird. This one... Um, I don't understand why it got made. <laughs> They came out very close to each other, the two Hulk movies, didn't they? Yeah, the other one's oh eight, I believe. Hold on, I got it. Oh wow! Oh, I thought they were closer than that. Incredible Hulk! Oh, why did I not write the year down? Hold on. Well, the Incredible two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah Incredible Hulk is two thousand eight. Okay. So I think they were closer than that. Six years later. Well. His mama just wasn't paying attention. Yeah. As I accidentally bought the wrong Hulk for Rose's birthday, and she she was so upset when she didn't see Edward Norton. <laughs> I can understand that. Yeah. I mean, Sam Elliott as Thunderbolt Ross is a plus. I love yeah. that. Yeah. And he made that uniform look good. And I like Jennifer Connelly. But this was a weird movie. I really didn't like, um, story-wise, I did not like what they did with his parents. Yeah, that was weird. And very twisted. The murder? Yeah. Oh, was that the Eric Bana one? I thought that was... No, that was the Eric Bana one. They're at the nuclear testing site when he's a kid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which makes no sense. You know dang well they wouldn't have families out there. No, no, probably not. And then the murder. Living in the buildings that look like they're the target buildings. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this was just bad all around. Yeah, I think, I think Jay, uh, what you're going to find is that we are not wrong about the Marvelous. <laughs> this is okay, too. <laughs> because if we go back through and, with help, uh, get a... Uh, on second opinion, agree with ourselves, then for me, that justifies it. Okay. So you're putting all this on poor Lissa. Yeah. She volunteered, kind of. <laughs> no, she didn't. We <laughs> asked her. <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't tell her what she was going to be doing either, by no. the way. So, so Hulk, on you. So Hulk is not... Okay. Is then this version of the Hulk worse than Howard the Duck? No. Okay. I say yes. Oh, we have an argument. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Okay, so I am... Oh, God. To, to quote Stacey, I would rather watch Duck Tits again than this. You know what? Especially with the with the with the Edward Norton Hulk available to me, yeah. I would also rather watch Howard yes. than this. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hulkified dog monsters. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't like the dog stuff. And was uh-huh. this the one where his dad was like the janitor? Yes. Oh, yeah. Creepy dad that kept coming around and and uh, yes, like creeping on him at night and not telling him who he was, just like standing over his bed and watching oh, him. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there were some um, unhealthy parent relationships. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll let you move that one, I guess. All right. So it moves down. Does it continue to move down past Blade Two? Uber vamps or shitty hulks? I listen. There's nothing you can do to get me to watch Blade Two again. Nothing. Would Would you rewatch this version of the Hulk? Are you gonna make me? You have gun to the head, one or the other, <laughs> and don't I... say shoot me. <laughs> I I would still rather watch the Hulk. Okay. I okay. Then Blade Two, yeah. Oh, it was so bad. I started falling asleep during Blade Two. I was so bored. It was bad. Speaking of bad, at number thirty-four, Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer. Silver Dude on a surfboard comes from space to prepare Earth for Galactus. Dooms back and teams up with them, then portrays them. And in the end, love wins. Yeah, all I can hear is Beyonce saying surfboard weirdly in the background. <laughs> that movie didn't I was make so disappointed sense. with this. Yes. It didn't make any sense to me. Okay, so no. back me up, Lissa. Galactus is like one of the biggest threats in Marvel. Mm-hmm. Which I did I did not get that impression from this movie. It was like a, a little speck. And I don't know, there was just so much potential for better character development. The first one laid some good groundwork. And I really just was mad at them for being stupid enough to trust Doom in the second movie. <laughs> like we just got rid of him what makes you think that's a good idea oh yeah. yeah yeah that does really really bother me and unlike the first movies the, none of the team up coolness happened with this it was it was literally yeah. Sue Storm who shows this alien what love is that's what this movie was um well, did he fall in love with her, or did he just fall in love with human humanity? I don't understand how you could see humans and fall in love with the whole of them. We're pretty stupid as a as a whole. I mean, like an individual human, yes, but to witness a couple of humans and decide because of those guys, everyone else must also be awesome. That's that's a bad guy origin story right there. So in the comics, when Galactus traps him on Earth for betraying him, yeah, right, 
He spent, I'm, I, I've read like two years of Silver Surfer now. He has spent the whole two years flying around Earth on his surfboard, alternating between oh. I've got to stay away from humans and I want to be like humans. Because he tries to be like humans and they show him how horrible they are. And he's like, you know what? I'm just staying away from these fucking insects. <laughs> yeah. Is Silver Surfer just a bad character? I think it was a bad adaptation. Here's the thing. And yes, definitely a bad adaptation. Is the Silver Surfer a bad character? I don't know. He's kind of like a Superman figure, right? He's from far away. He's infinitely powerful. His his power set is only limited by the need to the comic book. Uh, I like Daredevil better than Silver Surfer, if that tells you anything. Oh, God. Well, I mean, we do have Daredevil above Silver Surfer on the list, so. Uh, okay. So, we all agree that this movie sucked. Did it suck worse? I hear you. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, Kit Kat. I need you to not be up here, baby. I'm sorry. All right. So, we all agree this movie sucks. <laughs> Does it suck worse than DuckTales? Yes. Okay. Oh, wow. No. Do you disagree? I mean, no. Okay. Does it suck worse than Hulk? I still say no. I would rather watch this than Hulk. I think Hulk is a travesty <laughs> of everything it could have been. Uh, I go that. I will defer the, to the two of you then. Okay. Because honestly, this bottom quarter of the list, I'm I'm not attached to where they are as long as they stay down there. Well, and we know Hulk was a travesty to everything it could have been because just a few years later, they do it well. They do it well. Yeah. Okay, moving to 2003's Daredevil at number 33 currently. Ben Affleck plays a blind lawyer superhero, uh, featuring John Coffey as Kingpin. And some fight scenes with Electra, and the only redeeming thing from this movie is kisses in the rain. Yeah, but that's copy from <laughs> Spider-Man. Mm, but is Spider-Man out yet? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've got actually I, the year before. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> okay. Um. I now have a hate-hate relationship with Daredevil. Okay. <laughs> um. The TV show has <laughs> not even Ben Affleck can bring this back for me. <clears throat> I don't know uh, if if you could pull out any redeeming qualities. Okay, we have nothing positive to say about Daredevil. <laughs> Is it worse than Howard the Duck? <laughs> no. No. Oh, I, I will give you one positive thing. I always thought it was cool how they showed his sight in the or his different sight, I guess I should say. I, I did think they handled that cool. They do, do that it better in our Yeah, they do do it better in the movie than they do in the TV show. Yeah. Okay. We have one redeeming thing about Daredevil, but it stays at 33. <laughs> Yeah, we disliked yeah. it so much, it's below the Blade movies. Speaking of which, Blade 1, 1998. Oh, Common, wow. Commonly accepted as the rebirth of Marvel and Cinema. Uh, says who? The internet. 
a half vampire has to save the world from the evil schemes of some bad vampires. Yeah, and you know what I say to that? Pay your taxes. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes. I would pay her money to take him out. <laughs> She'd take him out for free, but I'd pay her. She'd fall in love with him. Ew! No! Oh, no. She got bad taste in dudes. She's got really bad taste in dudes. Wesley Snipes oh, might be but too... Whoa. Wesley Snipes might be too attractive for her, though. Because, you know, she's got that... I don't know. <laughs> He does look good in a dress. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> rather, I would rather him in a dress. For those of you that haven't seen Chi Wong Fu, I highly recommend. Uh, oh. Him and Patrick Swayze look very nice in dresses. And don't forget John Leguizamo. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that movie Please. so much. <laughs> we need to start airing that movie in Tennessee. <laughs> Not in public. Do you want people's heads to explode? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Okay, so um I I hate Blade with a burning passion. Do you hate him more than the lawyer? <laughs> I mean, yes, but Daredevil's a I think Daredevil's down there because of you, isn't he? I don't remember. Me neither. I don't know, but I, I honestly, if I was going to completely redo this list on my own, Blade would be like on the bottom. So we've got a nomination to knock oh. Blade down. Lissa, help us out. Is Blade uh, worse uh, than Daredevil? Uh, no, no. I, no okay. I will admit that I rewatch Blade on a regular basis. So, <laughs> Well, we all have to have our weird quirks. <laughs> yeah. I I just I don't think we can put Blade below Daredevil. No, I'm not saying we have no, to. Okay. I'm just saying that if I were doing it with no one else's input, it's I hate it. It's bad writing, bad acting, bad storytelling. It it's just <laughs> not good. I mean, the character could be amazing. If they redid Blade now, with a decent budget, I would probably love it. Um, but as it stands, I, I'm just prejudiced against it. Okay, we're going to take a break. It might be okay. a little too hard for uh, the mouse. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's coming into the MCU, and I, I don't know how they're going to do this with Blade. Um, Interesting. I don't... Killing vampires isn't killing people. It's like killing robots, so it's kind of okay. But there's a lot of killing getting done in, in Blade. Like, straight up, just murder, yeah. death, kill. Yeah. Well, but they... Uh, a lot of collateral. They could... Yeah. They could work it so that it's not as bad. Yeah. Okay, short break from the list. Okay. Okay. I got a top three question for you, and we'll let Stacy go first. Okay. From what we've seen so far, so up until uh, right before Civil War, 
Yeah. TV shows, movies, whatever. Top three scariest villains. Like, straight up scariest villains. Oh, um. They don't have to be in order. Yeah, uh, no, the first one that comes to my mind is, um. Oh, the Hulk. The soldier. Abomination? Abomination. Okay. First of all, that actor kind of scares me a little. Okay. Um, seeing him in other things, he's he's intimidating, okay. even though he's a little guy. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay, I suck at names. The guy with all the stones. Thanos? Thanos. Okay. Just because of the amount of power he has. Yeah. Right? And we don't know how powerful yet. Yeah. But definitely feels like there's more. They're building towards ominous. I got you. Um, I don't know. Hmm. Oh, you know, you know, the scariest, the scariest bad guy. Okay. Um, the humans in X-Men. Okay. That is absolutely the most unpredictable and scariest bad guy in any of these movies. That's, that's respectable answer. Because... Yeah, like, talk about striking fear in the hearts of mutants. Okay. The people are always the bad guys. All right, Lisa? Um, scariest image that comes to mind is um, Red Skull from Captain America. Okay. It's mm. something about the no-nose thing that creeps me out. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, I can't. Um, my top one would definitely be either Senator Ke Senator Kelly or the Sentinels from X-Men um, because, you know, oh, yeah. like Stacy with the humans. But I think it's the, the scariness that government is letting the bad things happen. They are taking charge of the bad things happening. Yeah. And, and that Sentinels is scary. Are like unkillable practically yeah it, especially yeah. in the movie they were hard to take down damn yes. that's a really good answer i had forgotten about those guys um and then i would probably say my third would be thanos and not so much because of his power or the fact that we you know just wipe out a bunch of people um because of what he is willing to sacrifice to get what he wants fair enough that is truly saddening yeah, when we get to that, when we, we see the full of his story, yeah, absolutely, he is committed. Well, to be fair, I don't know mm -hmm. the whole story. Yeah. Um, and uh, maybe I shouldn't admit this, but I kind of agree with Thanos. We know. <laughs> You're a supervillain, but we love you. I, yes, I, I, I am. Um, and to be fair, he is he is reducing the population in the fairest way possible. Where it's completely random. <laughs> Coin flip. Yeah. So if you're going to do it, that's the way to do it. Um, because again, humans I'm are just scary. I'm glad you're on our side, Stacey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, other really scary villains to mention uh, The Purple Man. The Purple Man? Um, I forget what they called him in, in Jessica Jones movie, but uh, oh. the the doctor. Oh, oh, 
Yeah, he's he's pretty scary. He's he is terrifying. The way he can sap a will, and he leaves people in, with PTSD just for taking their jacket. All right, that I mean, is that a guy scary was just really weak. That guy was a wiener. I think uh, Doom is a very scary villain. Doom. Yes, not because of yes. the movies. The movies uh, have neutered him. Yeah, apparently. Uh, but he is one of the one of the most consistently awful villains of all of the six one six. Here's the thing: you got Julian McMahon. You got yeah. Julian Julian McMahon playing that part. Yeah. Um, and they made me fall in love with his evilness in Charmed. Sure. So him being evil is just part of his attractiveness. He's very good at it. Yeah, Ella. I do believe Ella would like to say something. <laughs> is that is that her is that her knocking? Ella, what is it that you need? <laughs> you have already opened the door with your baby doll, so you might as well just open it and tell me what you need. Okay, Ella, you need to give me some space. Go ask Daddy if you can play my Diablo character. Oh. <gasps> You can't be in here. You're too noisy. <laughs> but we both know that's a lie. <laughs> she said, I promise I'll be quiet. Yeah, we've heard that before, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> She's so stinking cute. She's so stinking ornery. She's been home sick all week, so um, she feels like um, she has not gotten her approved time with mommy. Yeah, I get that. Because we're trying not to let me get sick. Ella, your hand and arm should not fit under the door. <laughs> you know, I didn't even get to check my email until Laurel was like eight. Yeah. She <laughs> climb into my lap and need to talk to me and Grab my face with both well, her I, hands. <laughs> I think working from home during COVID definitely gave her like this um, slanted sense of what we're allowed to do and not allowed to do because she would get onto video meetings and you know she was two when the lockdown happened. Yeah. Um, so she's used to me doing things from home, but now that we're five and we want to be involved in everything. If it makes you feel any better, the tough ones usually grow up to be the best adults. Uh, I, I hope can, so. I can attest to that. Uh, Rose Rose was a difficult child. Um, and she's so cool and awesome and and loving now. Well, and I will say, she Ella is very empathetic. Um, we have to hard stop movies. Um, especially Disney movies, if somebody is treating an animal wrong. Yeah. Uh, we can't even watch Water Horse because the poor Water Horse was about to be killed and the whole world had to stop. Oh, so she can't watch Never Ending Story. No, no. Oh. Yeah. Uh, no, we made that mistake. We were like, hey, we haven't watched this since we were kids. We forgot oh. why. Yeah. It was yeah. traumatizing. But she poor loves baby. Labyrinth. Oh, really? Oh, See, oh yeah, loves it. She's gonna be an awesome adult. <laughs> All 
her favorite book for probably two months was this Buffy the Vampire Slayer picture book I found online. Oh my god! So yeah, <laughs> it's about wow. how um, Buffy's afraid of the dark and there are monsters in her closet. <sighs> it is so yeah. cute. Parenting correctly. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> All right. Okay, so my, I could I could hear the negotiations going on. <laughs> All right. So my third would I I got to agree. Thanos makes the list, especially at this point. We're pausing in the arc um, as a scary impending. I I love how you just did that. Yeah, because then I can cut out that whole conversation and it'll work. But now I have to cut this out too. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Back to the list. Okay. In at 31, Blade Trinity. And Hannibal and Whistler's daughter team up with Blade to take on actual Dracula, who's an Egyptian. Is Blade Trinity the one with um, uh, Ryan Reynolds? Yes. Okay, that's why it's above yes. Blade. Yes. Because Ryan Reynolds made that entire movie. Yeah, because Deadpool was in it. Okay, listen, but no, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds is just Deadpool. This is what I'm saying. That's his personality. Yeah. Um, he he fucks um, with we'll his wife. Him talk like to this. the vampire dogs. <laughs> yeah, I I have to say that one. That one should stay just because of Ryan Reynolds. I don't even remember anything that happened in that movie. I I do remember Whistler's daughter pretending to be a victim with a baby carriage, and then going full ham on some vampires. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. In fact, if you were to take Blade out of that story and Dracula, because. Dracula's not a damn Egyptian. No. But if you were to take those two concepts out of this movie, this would be a great Blade movie. <laughs> you mean a Deadpool movie? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. All right, coming in at number 40, um, or 30, I'm sorry. We have the Fantastic Four reboot from 2015. The reboot where we go to, quote, another dimension. They're all kids uh, and totally abandon the original plot featuring Killmonger. Oh, yeah, that's the one with um, one of the actors is a serious douchebag. And I can't remember who it is. I just remember I hate him. Wait, is it is it is it Captain America? No, Captain America was the in the original group. This one's got Michael B. Jordan. Yeah playing the same role Captain America played. So Killmonger is playing the role that Captain America played. Yeah, it's not confusing at all. I I have no opinion on this one. <laughs> I will have to say, I have still not gotten my hands on this one, um, but that blurb right there just makes me want to move it below Blade Trinity. <laughs> Listen, I believe we have this one on DVD. We will be more than happy to send it to you. This one's on Disney Plus. <laughs> we watched this one on Disney oh, Plus. Yes, but I'm pretty sure we have the DVD. Oh, we might. Yeah, sure. Uh, and if we, I don't if, need it in the house. <laughs> if we do, you can have it, and then you can have a backyard burning ceremony afterwards. Oh, we will totally do that, because I'm sorry. Why did we have to completely... Reconstruct the storyline. 
they modernized it, right? So they, they wanted them to be of this age. So obviously winning the space race is not a thing now. So going up into space and getting cosmic <laughs> radiation, not a thing. To be fair, that cosmic radiation from the other movie was really crap. That was the only graphics from the other movie that was crap. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. But it was just convoluted and... Now, the one thing it did do, I will give it the fact that the powers that it gave each individual person made more sense yeah. um, than just random uh, cosmic mutation. Well, this is this is the one um, that I liked. I liked the origin better. Yes. Because it made sense that all these people knew each other. Um, and the bad guy made sense the way they wrote it. Yeah, sure. Uh, I know you absolutely couldn't stand it because it wasn't they just redid everything but but the origins to me lessa i i think are better um yeah and they they, give it an open mind try yeah they they and they also demonstrate better how intelligent um mr what's his name god i suck at names dr doom or reed richards reed richards yeah um mr fantastic yeah uh, they they do a better job of showing how smart he is, because in in the first movie I didn't really I didn't get the impression that he was the smartest man in the entire universe. Just um, the smartest man on earth. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so for how for does me, it handle um, Sue Storm's intelligence? She I feel like is, that's something that the originals lacked. Yeah, well, especially the comics. In this movie, she is uh, nearly as smart as Reed. However, she has more common sense than the rest of them. Yeah. um, And is exactly what you would expect from a female and a group of idiot teenage boys. She's the one that, she's the mom. You know, you have to think she's been living with Johnny her whole course. She's the responsible one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, except in this movie, her brother Johnny is Killmonger. They're adopted. Yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. So then who plays the torch? Killmonger. Interesting. Okay, so it's all the same. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting thing to get past mentally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's a little bit difficult. I, I do not like it. But if you're in a Marvel movie, that should be your only Marvel. You part. get one. Pick the right one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, because it, it messes with me. I yeah. do not like seeing Captain America in any other part. No. Um. I mean, to be fair, you don't like seeing fair, Captain I didn't America. Think he was going to be able part. to do it. Yeah, he's not the best actor in the world. Okay. He's not good enough to make me not thank Captain America. We'll beat him up in a minute. Okay, okay. Is, <laughs> is the reboot Fantastic Four from 2015 better or worse than Blade 20, Trinity? It's better. I mean, I think it's better because the origin stories are better. It that I think they improved the origins. I think they made them worse. So... Uh, <laughs> And I feel like Lissa not having seen this one yet. Uh, I mean, you you may have listened to that. I don't know. Do we leave it? I guess we leave it. I'd say we leave it for now. Uh, and uh, when Lissa gets to watch it, she can tell us what she thinks. 
we can Absolutely. revisit. Okay. Uh, when we get done with this, I'll go and look for the movie and <laughs> send it on. Stacy wants it out of the house. <laughs> well, I'm definitely never going to watch it again. It's um, garbage. It's so garbage. But compared to other ones, see, here's the thing: like the the move, none of these movies stand on their own. No. They're all being judged in comparison to the other ones. Yes. So, you know, on its own, I would never watch it again. All right, coming to us from 2009, X-Men Origins Wolverine, where Logan and his brother Victor are mutants that fight in a bunch of wars from the Victorian times. Logan gets his adamantium skeleton, and one mustn't forget both Gambit and a mouthless Deadpool. (laughs) (sighs) Obviously, this is my least favorite of the Wolverine movies. Yeah, this is yeah, this is the worst thing that Fox made. Uh yeah. I was so sad the way they did Gambit with this. Yeah. No, and the blob too. One mustn't forget the blob. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. That was awful. Yeah. Who is a solid X-Men villain? Yes. No, but the um almost literally now? No, 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 no. His no. power is that he can't be moved. Okay, but uh, I'm a little sensitive because their treatment of him and, and yeah. the oh. fat jokes that they make are above and beyond what was necessary. So I'm going to pause it in retrospect that we actually bumped this down, not just below Fantastic Four, but also below Blade Trinity. Really? Yeah. You you hated it that I can see that. Yeah, the more I think about it, like the, the the adamantian bonding process for Wolverine is an important story to get. Yeah. They did it horribly and they butchered so many really good stories along the way. Okay. I mean, yours is a completely different perspective from mine, but but they did also reuse Ryan Reynolds and ruin the Daredevil character in the same being, role. Yeah. Yeah. They took the bird with a mouth, and they took away his fucking mouth. Yeah, that was rude. <laughs> yeah, so no objections to dropping this below Blade, Twin- Blade Trinity? No. No. Okay. Next, we have another Wolverine movie called The Wolverine <laughs> from 2013, <laughs> where Wolverine goes to Japan and gets caught up in the Yakuza, the Silver Samurai, and he kind of falls in love. I don't like this one. Which is really sad because I love Wolverine. He's one of my favorite characters. But I'm so sick of the Yakuza. Yeah. The actual real life Yakuza. Though I'm sure they're nice people. On both sides. Yeah. All of them are super nice. Um, uh, but, But they're overdone in movies so much. There's gotta be another bad guy. It's like Russians. Russians, Nazis, and Yakuza. Those are the only bad guys we get. Okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's the comic book side of it and in uh, affecting the villains. Because yeah. when they were written, that those were our enemies. Sure. Yeah. Nazis and commies. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll always pay to watch a Nazi get punched. <laughs> okay. But, so, you know... <laughs> 
is the Wolverine worse than the Fantastic Four reboot? No. Okay. Not as far as I know. Agreed. Okay. Some of those scenes were pretty bad, though. The fight scene on the bullet train, I just, uh, what? I'm fine with leaving it there, though. <laughs> From 2004, Spider-Man 2. Toby fights Doc Ock. Harry Osborn is mad about his dead dad. Mary Jane gets engaged, and life is hard for a spider. Mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> At one point, this was our vanilla movie. Yeah. Because because it was just blah. It was just blah. You don't hate yes. it. You don't love it. I absolutely cannot stand Mary Jane, though. Well, when you get a Gwen Stacy. Well, <laughs> okay. So if I was picking a girlfriend, Mary Jane's the last chick I'd even talk to, let alone, you know, fall in love with and want to date. She's whiny. I don't like whiny I, I don't know man okay I don't I don't know that they they didn't really develop Doc Ock in that movie very well either yeah. no they kind of I don't really know what his story let him go is. just here's a guy he's got a cool outfit he's killing everybody at one point so Doc and why Ock do we is... always have to make the smart people evil well, if they're not able to, the superhero. I mean, all the superheroes are really smart too. Not all of them. Spider-Man's a genius. Reed no. Richards is a genius. Uh, Captain America is just an average. No, Captain America is not just average. He is a, a superb tactician. Okay. No. So, no. Yeah, he is peak human. <laughs> Saying he's a good gamer does not make him incredibly intelligent. Peak human includes his brain. I no. Then then why isn't he then why isn't he smarter than Tony Stark? Because I peak human is average. Peak human is nice for fifty years. <laughs> peak human isn't genius though. Like peak human is just like the average. I, I don't think that's what peak means, but I'm going to let you have it. Okay, listen, I love you, but he's a soldier. He's not allowed to be that smart. <laughs> Seriously, who do you want in the room? Reed Richards or David Petraeus? Come on now. Well, obviously Reed Richards, because he's fantastic. <laughs> oh, good Lord, have mercy. <laughs> I might have some prejudices that are uh, skewing my... So does Toby number two go below the Wolverine? I... I don't know. It's kind of just there. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's our vanilla movie. That's why it's our vanilla movie. Everything above Spider-Man 2 was, I would rewatch that. Would you rewatch the Wolverine? In retrospect. Not if you didn't make me. I agree. It's not something I would choose to rewatch. Okay. We'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. Okay. All right. It's still vanilla. Still vanilla. And still below the halfway mark. So I'm, I'm fine with that. Okay. 
Although we'll see what happens <laughs> when we talk about our 2013 next movie, Thor The Dark World. Where Dark Elves from Before Time was... Uh, Dark elves from before time come to destroy the universe. From before time? Yes, from before time. Yes, they existed before time existed. But... Yes. And Jane Foster finds an infinity (laughs) stone in the form of carnage. This is the Harlequin romance of uh, Marvel movies. And Loki pretends to die. Yes, this... Well... This one isn't as, as Harlequin Romance as the first one. This is one where we get to watch, um, uh, what's her name? That was just plain Thor that I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah. Okay. Um, Jane's friend, Darcy, throw in uh, shoes and oh. keys and shit through a wormhole. Um, her name is Cat. Yes. I, I remember we didn't like this because we don't like Thor. Nope, hate Thor. Uh, and we thought that the Dark Elves' uh, Infinity Stone Rage plot was a little thin. Well, all of Thor's movies are great. All it, it's, I mean, it still stands as a Harlequin romance. Yeah. It's a formulaic and blah. It is our lowest rated MCU movie. Yeah, it's. I I just really don't like Thor. He Thor could have been my favorite character if they'd done it right. I would still probably watch it before I would watch Spider-Man 2, though. Okay. This is nodding. I'm just thinking, yes, I, I think before Spider-Man 2, I would watch this. I was thinking about your Harley Quinn romance um, comment with Loki faking his death. Doesn't that put us into soap opera territory? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but I've mentioned this before, like the romance comics that Marvel wrote in the the 60s, they kept those writers for the comic, for, for the 616. That's fairly obvious. And having the romance <laughs> built in is part of what made these books successful. Well, it's ironic considering that uh, men say that romance novels are for girls. Yeah, you gotta you got to dress it up better. I, you have to hide what it is. Yeah, well, I would say something, but I'm married to a man, so I can't. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I'm having a problem with, uh, of course, Rose is absolutely in love with Loki. Um, everybody, and Gina loves Loki. Everybody loves Loki, and I don't get it yet. I really don't. He's not particularly attractive. He's a bad guy. Maybe I'm just too mature to be into bad boys now. He's a snake oil salesman is what he is. Mm. Yeah, that's a good word for it. Yeah. Okay, so from 2000. Yeah. At number 25 currently, the first X-Men movie. Magneto, Mystique, Sabretooth are going to make everyone a mutant and end the war before it begins. Uh, this is The ladies get nerfed and Senator Kelly melts. They get nerfed? Yes. What? Their powers get reduced. Oh, we've lost. We've lost. The, there she is. Okay. Back. Yep. You said get nerfed, which yes. I did not understand what you meant. Gamers understand what, what nerfing somebody means. Hmm. Nerfing a character. Yes, but you're talking to me. Yeah. So 
Yeah. Did you catch the blurb? You well, you know what this movie is, whether you caught it or not. I yes. I remember this one in theaters. I was happy about this, and then disappointed when they did what they did to storyline. <sighs> they should have kept Kelly to be the big bad throughout the series. There were so many miles they could have gotten out of him. Yeah. He could have gotten us through Sentinels. He could have got us to uh, Mutant Island, your island, maybe. Genosha, yeah. Genosha, oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, the Genosha story. When when they bring the X-Men to the MCU, I want Genosha. I want Magneto to be the, the friggin' leader of that island, and I want them to wipe it out. I, I want Genosha, hardcore. Nothing says... Nothing says... Uh, hated and feared like an island full of mutant slaves. Sure. I don't know if they're going to want to do that, though. Oh. That's what the X-Men are for. Yeah. Yes. It's just you little... find it and you blow it up. Yeah. It's just a little sensitive. Maybe. Exactly. The X-Men are for taking your sensitivities and shoving them under your nose. Well, that's fair. But you can't do the X-Men as a movie anyway. It's got to be a TV series. I'll rant on that all day. What we, uh, I love these characters, but we've got to admit this movie, this first movie was a bit flawed. Yes. Great casting. Yeah. Needed some work on the writing. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, the, the X-Men movies, um, the, the morality play portion of them, I always remember, but the storylines just fly right out of my head. I cannot keep them straight at all. Yeah, this is the one. I don't know if it's me or if it's the writing, but. This is the one where Senator Kelly was going to use the Statue of Liberty as a. Uh, oh, yeah. To turn yeah, everybody that's into right. mutants. Because we had um, Halle Berry being choked out when yeah. he's supposed to be incredibly powerful. When she's an Omega level mutant. Yes. Yeah. That's why this movie is so yeah. down, far down the list. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, they nerfed the girls. This is what I said. And mixing so many of the generations, it was just. Okay, this is frustrating to me. Yeah, because not because I know who is supposed to be contemporary with who, but because every time we watch one of these movies, Jay yells at the top of his lungs. <laughs> Why is Penny Pride over here? Why is she only 12? Yeah. Why is Rogue making out with Iceman and in the same class with Jubilee? None of that works. No. No, not at all. No. <laughs> okay. Is it worse than Dark World? No. No. Okay, good. No. Because no. <laughs> Jay was going to fight us on that one. Yeah, well, they the X-Men movies were up pretty high. Excuse me. The X-Men movies were up pretty high on the list for a long while. For a very long time, yeah. He finally had to let it go. Uh, staying with the X-Men world for a little bit from 2006, The Last Stand, where the dark government develops a cure for mutants. <gasps> we get the worst Dark Phoenix storyline imaginable. And yeah. Magneto tries to use her, and Wolverine kills her. Yeah. Uh, oh, also, Xavier gets vaporized. 
Yeah. Even though and he Scott. comes back. But nobody was sad about that. Oh, nobody no. cares about Scott. Nobody cares about Scott. You know, there are people that like Scott Summers. Why? They're the same people that like Leonardo in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Donatello was my guy. Don't point at me, La. <laughs> Donatello was great. My dude is Raphael, so. Yeah, we know. Yeah. Oh, uh, FYI, Stacey, uh, Ella is married to Raphael. Oh. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he, he was my role model. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pizza and a bad attitude. That's me. <laughs> All right, so we have this rated above the original, and I think it's because the girls got to, got yeah. to be forward well, in this movie. Yeah. Um, well, but then... The biggest thing that stands out to me about this movie is Storm's whole thing to Rogue of there's nothing to cure. Which I get where she's coming from, but when you're telling that to the one that can't have a relationship, yeah, yeah. it really hated that they did that from Storm. Well, it's not even just a relationship. She can't even be touched. And I've been told a million times human beings need touch to live. So, Yeah, so... Another really good line in this this movie was when uh, Iceman's mom asked him, have you tried not being a mutant? Oh, yeah. No, that's X2. Was that number two? That's number two. Oh. When Pyro gets the cops. Oh, that's right. And the standoff. No. That's right. Oh, you got mixed up. This is why we we, we called in the big guns. Um. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I, I I think that one stands there. I think it, I, I do still think, just because the, so okay, we're leaving it where it's at. Yeah, because the reason we kept these movies near the top for so long is because of the, the themes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, and we're essentially living through this whole thing all over again. Yeah, uh, these days. So everybody yes. should watch these movies again. Um, especially when you get to X two with the um, <laughs> when you get to X two with the Have you tried not being a mutant? Yeah, it's very pointed and very obviously uh, aimed at a certain group of people. Oh, because this was the one that gave us Angel, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh no. Mm, Warren, so third one would have been. This is third his one dad, been Warren. Yeah, his dad is the one that was developing the cure. Right, because we open on this one with little Warren trying to cut his wings off. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh God, that's Which, heartbreaking. What, yeah. what a heartbreaking scene. Oh. Yeah. Okay, we'll leave it there, and we'll take our next interlude. Where I ask, and we'll start with Lisa this time. We'll put you on the spot. Oh, okay. Of, of all of the ladies we have seen so far, top three role models, goals, just powerful women that you respect on on screen. Wow. This is actually a really good Timing-wise for me, because I've been doing a lot of research on a children's book I'm working on, so this has been at the forefront of my mind. Um, um, So I think Storm has always been one that I have 
uh, appreciated and respected because she worked really hard to find a place where uh, she wasn't being used. Because I remember her um, upbringing story that she was used by the one of the major thieves in Egypt. Yeah. And so like, and, and her creating that space here in the United States for other kids, like teaching was always very close to her heart and making it feel like everyone had a place to be. So definitely storm. Um, I have really come to love black widow because kind of for the same reason she found her place and her way to do good in the world, even though she was created for a whole other purpose. Um, so I love that she was able to turn that around and make a good out of what could have been a very, very horrible situation. Um, and then I feel like I have to say Rogue just because, gosh, has she been through so much. And she's had to learn who to trust and who not to trust and why. Because um, she was totally used by Mystique. Um, but she shows the most amazing amount of compassion and wanting to make amends for what she did when she didn't know it was wrong. And I feel like that is one of the biggest um, lessons that could be for um, any girls or anyone um, that just because you made a bad mistake now that you've learned better, you can do better. Yeah. I, I love those answers and especially her need, uh, her abs the absolute isolation of her powers and the fact that she's yeah. one of the few mutants that can't turn it off. Um, yes. She, uh, she struggles just for that need of connection in any way. And it, it makes her more vulnerable to being manipulated. I love that answer. Better than the answer I gave you yesterday. Yeah. Well, you've had time to think about it because I gave you a little read ahead on this yeah. one. No, no, no. I haven't thought about it a single bit. <laughs> no, no, no. That's, that's not how my brain works. Okay. I have had other things. I have a list of, of things that I worry about, and, and this podcast is not on it. Okay. I love you, but I don't think about it like you do. Um, so the people that I like, admire, identify with, I don't know. Um, not role models to me because there's nobody I like being who I am. So I don't, I don't really look to other people for that, but I'll give you that. Um, I like agent Carter. Yeah. Um, badass, intelligent. She shows up the other men, but doesn't rub their faces in it. She doesn't have to, she's solid in her own personality. She knows who and what she is. Um, and then I like the Scarlet Witch. I identify with her, not from the movies so much, but um, um, the TV show, um, which we haven't watched yet, but you made me watch it. So, so I'm attached to her from that. The um, Her love for... Um, Vision. Vision. And then the children... I don't want to give any spoilers, but sure. the children and how she fights for them despite their, you know, yeah, the truth of their existence. Um, 
And that, that fierce, I will murder anyone and anything that gets in the way of my children being okay. Uh, and the, the anger and emotion and power that she has swirling around in her, I, I can like totally completely identify with that. Cause even now I would take out anybody that messed with our kids. Um, and I don't know that I have a third one so much. Um, not from from what we've seen so far. Okay. Um, because I do like um there are a couple other people that I do like, but that's from stuff that's not on our list currently. Okay. So I'm just gonna leave it at two. I'm pretty picky about the people that I sure. admire anyway. I'm I'm gonna My Black Widow is badass as fuck. Yeah. I could watch her beat the <laughs> dudes all day long. But I don't really particularly want to be like her, you know. Yeah, so I'm definitely going to co-sign on Peggy Carter. I think, uh, especially looking at her in her time frame, yeah, she is somebody to to be respected as a a mentor, uh, somebody to look up to. Um, well, because she does it with wisdom, not anger. Yes. Whereas I would be coming at it from anger, and where I'd be looking up to her would be in how she approaches the bullshit that she has to put up with. Not from enemies, just from the dudes she works with. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Very um, true. I also uh, want to give a shout out to Agent May. Oh, shit. Yes. Um, Agent May, who is... Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> she's strong, just like Carter, right? She's strong, yeah. she's smart. Uh she she's standing on the shoulders of Carter, so she doesn't have to fight so much machismo. I like that show so much, I forgot it was Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Agent May. And, um, oh shit, she fits or Simmons? They're in my head, they're the same. She's Simmons. Simmons is also yeah. awesome. But see, Simmons is awesome like a, a regular person. Awesome. Especially that last season that we watched. And then I'm going to cheat a little bit because my third is technically we've seen her in the movies, yeah. but she's not like, uh, she's not her actual self. Oh, you're going to say Kitty. Pryde. I'm going to say Kitty pride. I love <laughs> Kitty pride. So damn much. How is she your third? She's, no, you don't understand. This is like, like if I wasn't around, he'd be looking for Kitty Pride. No, I wouldn't because she ends up like <laughs> dudes. Oh, well, so she is like super cool then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I love you. Sorry, right, I love you too. <laughs> yeah, I thought Kitty Pride would be on the top of your list. Kitty is definitely towards the top of my list. Uh, just as as girl, like she's she's such a fighter for mutant rights, and I mean she can become intangible. And, what and she do she can do for a power, right? She can nope out of anything. She can nope out of things. But Wolverine has taught her how to kick ass. Yeah, he's a she's a super smart hacker. Um, she's just awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. They really water her down in the movies. They. Well, and they gave her Rachel Summers' powers uh, so that she could time travel Wolverine, and I'll bitch about that later. 
Yeah, that's. <laughs> Did I hear about that a lot? Didn't you you pause that movie to yell about it? Probably. Yeah, like he's. It's so funny though because he's got this whole uh, wealth of knowledge that I do not have. So he pauses the movie to yell. And then explain to me she's got this person and this person's care, uh, powers. Lissa gets it. And she shouldn't be able to do this. I do. Yeah. That's why I'm laughing because we do this. Like, Justin is in your spot, Stacy, and I'm in Jay's spot. I have to pause the movie and yell about why it's wrong, and then we go about it. <laughs> well, I enjoy watching Jay flip out. It's, <laughs> it's hilarious. Um he, he's adorable and he, he gets passionate about things that, I mean, to me, they don't matter that much. But to him, he he, like, he gets fiery about it. Well, I yes. think it's when you love these characters so much in their original forms and know all of the cool things they can do. And then you see what the box office chooses yeah. to do with them. It's like. It was like if it, if your best friend was um, the biggest superhero, and somebody says, "Oh, well, they're just you know a reporter for the Sun," no big deal. No, yeah. no, no, that that's only a part. <laughs> and Feige wants to call the MCU the six one six. Fuck that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, it's like me watching a Stephen King movie and being mad about all the things they missed out on. Or this is yeah. how also how I watch Outlander. Because I'm like, oh, oh, it's out of order, and this person's not yes. there. Yeah. yeah. All right, back I, to, do, I do get it. Back to the list, coming in at the Jordan spot uh, from 2005, Electra. Oh. She takes a job and falls in love. Stick is pretty cool. The hand is pretty evil. And we were pleasantly surprised. We were pleasantly surprised. I thought that this was going to be an absolute pile of crap. Yeah. And I really only had three things to really complain about. And they were things that they like hand waved because they were like magic ninjas. Magic ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, I remember this episode was one of the most hilarious ones because of all the connections Jay was making between Electra and the Ninja Turtles. And it totally oh, yeah. ruined the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it is. It's Daredevil and Elektra are. It's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, straight up. I mean, exactly. That <laughs> that the Ninja Turtles were literally made as a riff on Daredevil's world. Yeah. And stick. Oh shit! Sorry. Stick is Splinter. Because of the size, Electra would be Wrath. Uh, Daredevil's got a stick, so he's kind of Donatello, but he's not because he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> so he's Michelangelo? Nah, come on, he's the guy. <laughs> he's not funny enough to be Michelangelo. No, but boy, they nobody likes him for that. Daredevil would be so much better if he had some of Deadpool's personality. Yeah. Um. A little more sarcasm. Yeah. I mean, honestly, Daredevil's more like Casey Jones. <laughs> the reporter? No, no, the dude with the hockey mask. <laughs> the hockey in his... player. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my. 
You just offended somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Probably Casey Jones. Yeah. Okay. So was Elektra better or worse than X-Men Last Stand? Objectively. Well, I don't know. I mean, it feels like it's been a while since I've watched a lecture, but I'm almost willing to make the argument that it's better than Last Stand. And I feel like it should stay above Last Stand. Okay. Yeah, but is it... Well... Yeah, I feel like I have to trust past me on I, that one. I think so, too. I I was going to make an argument to push Last Stand up because we were just talking so good about it. But I think you're right. I think Electra was a cleaner movie. It was an easier watch yeah. as just a movie. And what they did to Phoenix was atrocious. So let's leave it. Okay. Let's leave it. All right. From 2002. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Toby gets his powers. <laughs> He fights his best friend's dad. We get some upside-down kisses. And, of course, with great power. Don't say it. Comes great responsibility. No! (laughs) Oh, my God. I've heard that so many dang times. (laughs) It is the theme of the Marvel Universe. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, but they don't have to say it every time. Um, I... Toby Maguire used to be my Spider-Man. Yeah. But that's because I watched it and then never watched it again. So I forgot. I used to really <laughs> like Toby Maguire. But re-watching it, he's not that great in this movie. I've seen him be great in other movies. But in Spider-Man, it's like his face doesn't know how to show emotion. Yeah. Um, And I don't get any of the... Like, his chemistry with Mary Jane is absolute crap. Well, and even, like, the, yeah. the shining star is Franco. Yeah, which is ironic. Yeah. Well, <sighs> I mean, I really like the Green Goblin. I think that was a great casting choice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 no fair. Yeah. Um, Willem Dafoe is scary. Yeah. Um, yes. I, I still can't watch him anything else without seeing that evil grin. Yeah. Um, See, I think I've seen him in Boondock Saints too much. So, again, he um, also looks really good in a dress. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait. I need to watch that again. I don't remember. I don't remember that. So, does the original... It's towards the end. (laughs) Okay. Does the original Spider-Man stay above Elektra? I don't remember why we put it above Elektra in the first place. Or if, even if we did, that could just have been an accident. Of well, uh, let me see. Electra was Electra would have come later, so we would have had the discussion and put Electra below oh, Spider Man. Uh, I do know that this series of Spider Man, New York City, features prominently as a as a character, like the the wellspring of of. New York standing behind Spidey, and we did enjoy that. Yeah. Uh, especially. Yeah. Those were the best parts of the movie. Um, post 9 11, New York. Yeah. Yes. Community. Like almost immediately post 9 11. Yeah. Yes. 
Oh yeah, because this would have been the one where they had to change the movie posters and pull the scene. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think one of the original concept arts for this poster was a spider web between the towers. Yes. But that would make sense because they're like the most popular yeah. or, you know, recognizable buildings. Um, you know. You kind of want to bump Electra out, don't you? No, I really don't. Um, because I remember like being surprised Electra wasn't a pile of rubbish, but not particularly enjoying it that much either. Gorham Vishnik. I, I do like him, but you can't capitalize on someone's sexiness for me to bump up their movie. Okay. I don't work that way. <laughs> so we leave these two the way they are? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next on the list from 2007, Spider-Man 3. Venom, Harry becomes Green Goblin. Uh, we also get the Sandman, and Peter gets to uh, emulate the mask and be all suave in a nightclub. Oh dear God! No, you know what people are comparing his nightclub thing to now? Wednesday. Oh come on, she did that way better. Well, yeah, obviously, <laughs> but you have to admit that scene is kind of Wednesday-ish. Yeah, sure. I'm, In our house, this is called emo Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. oh, it's so bad. It's embarrassing. I get secondhand embarrassment just thinking about that scene. Um. Yeah. And Sandman drives me flipping crazy. I, the impossibility of it. Yeah. Sure. I know you don't like his the, the concept of him. Yeah. But I think uh, dude played a really good Sandman, and they nailed that costume. Oh, you mean the shirt and pants? Yes. The shirt and pants was amazing? <laughs> yes. Oh, honey. Those are key to him. Yes, but, like, if you're going to brag on somebody's costuming, it needs to be, like, something a little bit more elaborate than a stripy shirt. Okay, so why did we put three above one, then? <sighs> I don't remember. Um, what? Okay, what are the redeeming qualities of Spider-Man 3? It had to have been you fighting for it. That's all I can think. I don't know. That's bad. I don't know. A Topher Grace's Venom? I, I don't know. I don't I don't remember this. I think we need to flip these. Oh, you know what? Topher Grace as Venom was pretty awesome. I do because because you don't expect him to be evil. Yeah. Uh, I don't, that's not a good reason to say a movie is particularly good, but Topher Grace being evil was novel at the very least. Looking back from months ago, uh, I don't, I, I would currently, right now, sitting here, I would flip these. Okay. I mean, I, I do not have an attachment to either one of these movies. You could put them wherever you want. Lissa? So it's between Elektra and Spider Man yep. 3 or Spider Man 1 and Spider Man 3? Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 3. I think yeah. Spider-Man 1 was better. Okay. Let's flip them. So then, since we're pushing Spider-Man 3 down, is Electra better than Spider-Man 3? No. I don't think it goes that leave far. Leave Electra alone. Okay. She's fine. No. All right. We're breaking into the top 20. 
from 2014. Guardians of the Galaxy, Talking Trees, Trash Pandas, and Stolen Body Parts. Plus we get get Infinity Stones. (laughs) We get the Infinity Stones, Cosmic Consequences, and we are Groot. With I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you two talk about this movie. I'm not in it. I, I mean, I love these characters. They are hilarious. This is a comedy. They are such a good group. Yeah. They're yeah. like their own little Scooby Gang, Stacy. I like the the raccoon dude. If this was his movie, it'd be different. <laughs> well, and Groot, don't forget Groot. Groot's I, listen, Groot is an Ewok. Groot is adorable. He is only there for cuteness. Yeah. She hasn't seen Baby Groot yet, and she's going to fall in love. I have seen oh, Baby Groot at okay. the end of this movie. <laughs> no, no, Baby Groot number two is a whole different thing. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm not as soft as you seem to think I am. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Oh, no, no. We'll, is, we'll see. This we'll is see. next level cuteness. <laughs> I love you too, dear. No. Quickly. <laughs> Why don't you go watch something on Disney? You can't Hi, kiddo. Oh, baby. look at her haircut. Hi. Oh, she just. Oh, yes. We got a haircut. Oh, and yes. Then, and then she had to cut her own bangs. Oh, yeah. I did. I did that when I was five too. Yeah, it, it was better than the haircut she gave her baby doll. <laughs> her baby doll's now bald. Oh, yeah. I see. That was your reasoning. <laughs> as long as there was a logical argument. Yeah. Oh. The, haircut's, the haircut's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> She has really fine hair, so we had to find something that was easier to take care of so that we weren't having a meltdown every morning when we brush it. Yeah, that's how come uh, Laurel ended up with a bowl cut for like five years. (laughs) So much easier to deal with. I have to finish my meeting. Can you please go watch something until I can play with you? I'll wait patiently. Oh, you're going to wait patiently? Mm -hmm. Okay, we will try it, but the first time that you interrupt me, you have to go. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Very cute. We'll see how long this lasts. Okay. <laughs> um, we are waiting. So yeah. Like we are yeah, she can't see us. Yeah. <laughs> um, Guardians, yeah. I I love the music. I love the concept of someone stuck in the 80s traveling the universe. Um, and yeah, the whole prison break was just great. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay, I will give you that. Uh, my one of my favorite parts is Groot walking up to that what was it a battery or something that they needed yeah. and he's just like why are we having a plan snatch <laughs> you said get it I, got I, also it. Love, I don't see the problem yes like the trash panda says I need XYZ and no one questions any of it they just do it yeah <laughs> oh, I love it okay so definitely stays above Toby's scrub ass Spider-Man movie yeah Yes. Okay, now we go to the movie that Stacy has watched 10,000 times. Yeah. From 2007, oh. Ghost Rider. 
Johnny Blaze makes a deal with the <laughs> devil to save his dad uh, and becomes an enforcer. Then he decides to go after evil. And again, Sam Elliott. Yes. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know what it is. But I love this movie. This isn't one of my favorite movies of like all time or anything. Um, oh, wow. But it's definitely one of my favorite Marvel movies. And I've seen it independent of Jay like a million times. Sure. I mean, Nicolas Cage is, a, is an actor. Well, but I really like Sam Elliott. Oh, I do love <laughs> Sam Elliott. Uh, I mean, if, if you... If Sam you, Elliott is a plus. Yeah, if you if you put Sam Elliott in the main character, if they if they did like another Ghost Rider with Sam Elliott, I'd be all over that. Yeah, like instead of that pissing fire sequel, they could have gone back and and yeah, like showed him being a rider on a horse. Yeah. I'd have totally watched the western. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, that would have been awesome. Yeah, but the, Ghost Rider is only this far. Far down on the list because of Jay? Uh, no, it's this far down on the list because <laughs> it's not as good as the rest of the movies. Because that's what Jay thinks? Oh. It did ride the top for quite a while. So, it's now on a, in a face-off against Guardians of the Galaxy. And well, you know what I think. I would push it up. I would, <laughs> I would push Guardians of the Galaxy above Ghost Rider. This is where we need a third party. I would also push Guardians of the Galaxy up above Ghost Rider. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So, <coughs> you then have to ask, does Ghost Rider get pushed down below Spider-Man? No. No. I'll fight you. Okay. <laughs> I'm afraid of Stacy. No. <laughs> See, that comes in handy. <laughs> It's how you win most board games with the kids. <laughs> okay, here's another one that's going to be a little controversial. Not for me. From 2005, the original Fantastic Four, well, not the original, but a Fantastic Four movie, where the smartest idiot in the world goes into space and gets some powers with his friends. Uh, then they have to fight Doom, featuring Captain America as Johnny Blaze. Yeah. Johnny Storm, I'm sorry. I keep doing that. I I do not enjoy this movie. <laughs> See, I, for me, all I'm thinking right now is imagine that. Blood everywhere. I love Johnny Storm so much. <laughs> he was he was quite the uh ladies man in this movie too. Uh yes. <laughs> And he's supposed to be like 15 or 16. Yeah, he's a high school oh, student. Dude, is he really? He gets, yeah, when he gets his powers, he and Peter Parker go to the same high school and then end up going to the same college. Okay, one, that blows my mind. And two, that makes these scenes with Johnny Storm really gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, he was only on the, the shuttle because he snuck. He was chasing his sister and snuck on the space shuttle. That tracks. Yeah, that definitely tracks with him. Um, I'm willing to put Guardians above this. Yeah, so am I. Agreed. Okay. 
Okay. Do we put Ghost Rider above this? And this is... Uh, well, you know what I think. Well, I know what you think. And I know what I think. <laughs> I love the characters. I don't know if I love the movie. The movie was poopy. Um, I'm afraid Stacy's going to kill me, but I would put Fantastic Four above Ghost Rider. Oof. That's where it was. I know, but not because of me. <laughs> <laughs> so we will keep that as such. It just bugs me that like these guys are going into space and they're not uh, astronauts. And and you know how much training and time it takes to go into space. Sure, but in the original comic books, Reed Richards was trying to win the space race for America. Uh huh. He was trying to beat those those. But Russian that's not what we're talking about. I know, but this is this is the story that was carved into stone and handed down from from Mount Olympus. Well, I don't know what to tell you. We're talking about the movie. Anyway. Mama. <laughs> okay. Back to the MCU. 2011. Thor. To teach him humility, Odin banishes Thor to Earth. Loki hatches an evil plot. And Thor has to become worthy. He also falls in love. <laughs> The best part of this was the parenting. The I mean, parenting? It's a, yeah. Um, uh, Odin throwing Thor to Earth to punish him. Best part of this movie is Coulson on the way to the hammer. <sighs> well, but we don't get to count that. No. Yeah, have you seen the, uh, Lisa, have you seen the shorts? No, I haven't yet. Yeah, the Marvel one shots. Um, we talk about them last week, which comes out two days from now. <laughs> Podcast time is confusing. Yeah, the the, um, the Thor. What are they? A funny a funny thing happened on the way to the hammer. Yeah. Um, if they put it in the Thor movie, would have been the best part of the Thor movie. Yeah. This this is the one that ends with the giant robot that only Odin can beat, but Thor somehow takes out. I mean, we do get Sif and Volstag, but you know what? I I don't like Thor. I would put Guardians above this. Seriously? Yes. It, uh, now I see your trick here. I am I am open to disagreement. No, I don't care about Thor. That's the problem. You're you're sneaking this past me. This has been your your plan all along. Uh, I feel like Guardians is better than Thor, just because he's kind of like I mean the Marvel version of Encino Man. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh, that is perfect. He He's really is. It goes around smashing coffee cups. But with, but with like the thinnest possible storyline. Yeah. Like this, this is why I call it a Harlequin romance because it's, it, it's very blah. 
Okay. Is it better or worse than the Fantastic Four movie? It was better than the Fantastic Four movie. I really did not like the Fantastic Four movie. I think I got to give that to Thor is better than Fantastic Four. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ghost Rider is also. Your vote doesn't count, Ella. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next from 2014, Captain America the Winter Soldier, where Steve Rogers doesn't understand modern life. Uh, Fury gets assassinated. Find out Bucky is alive. We meet the Falcon, and uh, Nazis still suck. <laughs> Nazis still suck. Nazis still suck. <laughs> um, this was the second Captain America movie, yeah. not the one where we get to see him fighting in World War Two. Um, I'm I'm kind of ambivalent to this one, actually. Well. I, I like Captain America better in his own time. Uh, I, if I'm being completely honest, don't really remember the movie that much. Um, what was the big bad in this? This was um, people trying to use the Bucky as an assassin. Turns out to be that computer uh, version of... Uh, Doctor. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, blah. Yeah. Um. So is... this is second Captain America. Yeah, the Winter Soldier, uh, the one where we get Bucky back and uh, the huge underground database that is a Nazi. Now, the one thing that this movie is is it's in the middle of that season of Shield. This is the reason Shield did the heel turn and revealed that Hydra was inside of Shield. Yeah, and I think that's why we rated it so well. I, I don't. I don't really particularly think that's why we rated it that well because Shield Shield did all the work on that one. Yeah. So. The question we're faced with is Bucky or Trash Panda? See, you keep going back to that, and I don't like it. Because it would be this versus Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. I feel like this one's hard, because Guardians of the Galaxy is fun, but this had a more complex storyline. I mean, it did. Like, the, the reveal that Hydra has been running things from behind... I, yeah, but when they did that, though, they said the information, and then there was no emotion about it at all whatsoever. All of the attachment to that storyline that we have is from the TV show. All of the the betrayal and upset and grief is from the TV show, because Winter Soldier just kind of glossed over it. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Um. So I don't think that movie um, can stand on that um, because it didn't really belong to them. So better or worse than Guardians of the Galaxy? I mean, I would put Guardians on the ga- uh, of the Galaxy on in the background before I would pick Winter Soldier. Better or worse than Thor? <sighs> it's better than Thor. <laughs> um, I go with that. Okay. Yeah. I just really don't like Captain America. Captain America used to be a word that we used to make fun of people. (laughs) 
realize how much I don't like him. All right. Time for another break. Uh-oh. I included five of these because I thought we might be short for time and this is going to be our longest episode ever, but who cares? Sure. Um, and I guess I'll start because I haven't started yet. Okay. The three most dangerous villains. Not, oh. And oh. not necessarily scariest because like, like I was talking about with the purple man, he scares me. But I don't know that he's the most dangerous because a bullet to the head, he's done. Yeah. So most dangerous villains... Um, <laughs> and this is a little bit harder, but I think uh, Magneto is definitely towards the top of the list most dangerous. Oh yes, he is. But Magneto, they have they have forgiven, and over and over and over, and he keeps coming back. Yeah, because he's a bad guy, not because he's the most dangerous. A- I mean, a plastic bullet to the head, and he's done. He escaped from a plastic prison <laughs> by sucking the metal out of a prison guard and turning it into ball bearings and then flying platforms. You know what's funny? He wouldn't be able to do that to me because I'm so anemic. <laughs> I'm saying Magneto. Okay. And i got to go with Doom again. He's both scary and powerful. But no. mostly because of, I, I know what he can be. Yeah, that's not fair because Doom in the movies is nothing. And then uh, <laughs> and then I got to put Thanos on the list just because uh, he's a, a world-ending threat. Yeah. And that's kind of a pop-out. So who wants to go next? Most dangerous villains. Oh, go ahead, Lisa. Um, I would definitely agree with Magneto, um, not just because of his power, but he has so much hate, um, and it just keeps driving him. Yeah, but it's, um, it's well-earned hate, though. I would also though. say Dark Phoenix. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, I guess third would probably be Thanos. But yeah, definitely Magneto would be my number one. Here's another reason why Magneto is so damn dangerous. Hmm. Because he's possibly correct. And so he wins people over to his side. Yeah. Well, he amasses an army because he's not wrong. You know, be really scary is Thanos and Magneto get together. (laughs) Um. All right, love your your top three most dangerous villains. I mean. Well, uh, Republicans. <laughs> um, and uh, help me out here because I suck at remembering stuff. Um, the thing that was Vision before it was Vision. Oh, Ultron. Ultron. Fairly dangerous. I'll give you that. Uh, and yeah. Dangerous and scary. Because <clears throat> think about it. Our entire lives are in the computer. And if he can penetrate computers and wherever, he's... He can collapse our entire society without even showing himself. I'll give you Ultron. Um, and then um, uh, Silver Surfer's boss. Galactus? Yeah. Even though it, in the movies, he's not like, we don't know anything about him or anything, but from what you've told me. Okay. He seems dangerous. I mean, I want to say Thanos, 
But you guys already covered him, so <laughs> I feel like he's equally as dangerous, don't you? Yeah, no, Galactus definitely. Well, Galactus he's, wants to take everything. Well, no, Galactus wants to eat your planet. That's taking everything. He's insatiably hungry. Same, dude. Okay. Yeah. That well, was easy. That was easy. So let's go oh. to 2014 and a little movie I like to call uh, Days of Future Past, uh, where the humans have rounded up the mutants into internment camps and killed most of them. So the old mutants have to send Wolverine back to stop Mystique from killing uh, Boulevard Trask. Mm. Well, they fucked up Kitty Pride's powers. Yep. Um, but, actually, they, they fuck up the storyline completely because it wasn't Trask that they were going back to kill in the comics. It was Kelly, but they already killed Kelly, so they can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, with time travel, you can kill him twice. Fair enough. I will say uh, that Dinklage gave me a really good Boulevard Trask. Yeah. Um, yeah, that dude is magic. Um, I, I normally really like him, and I hated him with a burning passion in this movie. Uh. Um. Plus, you know, I love time travel. Yeah. I. The only thing that bugged me was the way the time travel happened, and the 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 um the fast forwarding into the future from the past, not be that whole whatever that was. The tiny whiny part was a little uh yeah. wobbly wobbly. <laughs> yeah, you're funny. I mean, but this this movie is still pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Stewart's definitely better, one of my favorite uh, storylines. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I agree. I, this is a solid movie uh, with a couple of time travel problems. Well, honestly, making Wolverine the center of it was a problem for me. Um, he wasn't really in the um, the first class movies, so yeah. But I think it was solid. I, I think the the Sentinels were a world-ending threat. Yeah. The, the internment camps and, and the murders bring you straight to uh, what the X-Men movies were about. Well, and then hint um, in a very accurately scary way about things that America has already done. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't seem like it could be very far from doing it again with the right justification. Um, it's a really good look at what you guys are doing kind of movie. Yeah. And I, that's one of the reasons we like the X-Men movie so much. I am 100% happy with keeping this above Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. It's a much more serious and better movie. Um, so then Incredible Hulk, the Edward Norton, Norton version, with better graphics, Liv Taylor, Abomination. What else do you need? Yeah. Well, we we know you love Liv Tyler. Weren't you like totally in love with her in high school? I I mean, she is an amazingly attractive lady. Because she looks just like her daddy. She does not look just like her. Daddy. Oh yes, she does. Uh, 
<laughs> yes, she's she's uh, an exceptionally beautiful lady, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, not a good reason to watch somebody be in movies. But no, um, I like most of the roles she picks too. Mm-hmm. There she is. I love the Norton Hulk, but after just talking about Days of Future Past that we did, I would want to bump the X Men up. Rude. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I definitely think that X-Men um, Days of Future Past has the weight of uh, value that Hulk doesn't necessarily have. But, I mean, this was the first time I really liked Edward Norton, but he wasn't a villain. Hmm. Oh, yeah, that's probably accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, and I love I mean, Edward love Norton. Love Tyler. <laughs> So are we keeping Incredible Hulk above? Um, I mean, I Incredible Hulk for me, for me, is better. Okay. I would watch it again before I would watch Days of Future Past. I think between the two, I would pick Days of Future Past, but I know I'm biased. I am too, and that's part of the problem. <laughs> See, this doesn't work for Stacey at all because we're biased in the same way. Yeah. No, I mean, honestly, it's it's not the most important thing in the world. <clears throat> if you, no, wanna, you if, know what? There was. I remember that this was this was both the old X Men and the new X Men, and I I remember there were some things that bothered me. Xavier uh, doing a mental link with himself through the time travel yeah, tunnel that that was a super problem. bothered me. You know, what, let's let's leave Hulk above it. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I think I'm okay with that. Uh, jumping back to 2003, uh, X2, X-Men United. The guy who gave Wolverine his skeleton has found a better way to weaponize mutants, uh, and that would be his son. Mm. Is this the one with um, the demon guy? Yes. Yes, we get Nightcrawler. Yeah, Nightcrawler. Oh, yes. Who is possibly one of the best X-Men, period. Well, and that actor? He's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when you follow him over to England, uh, the Excalibur books are amazing. Plus, Kitty's in them. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, and then when he when Jay lists why he likes Kitty, it's no wonder he's married to me. Yeah. He's, he's, he's definitely got a type, this guy. <laughs> so X2, um, actually, most of the X-Men movies, I think there was one that we just uh, didn't like in particular, but most of them were at the top of the list for a while. Yeah. Um. And this is the one that I knocked out with Punisher. Well, Punisher was before this, but yes, I think. No, no the first Punisher. Right. Punisher was after it. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll leave it up to you guys to debate there. I, I mean, I would definitely leave this above Incredible Hulk. Yes, this okay. is probably my favorite of the X-Men trilogy that they put out. 
because it was such a good balance of getting into the serious timelines. But I also love, honestly, the comedic setup of who leaves Wolverine to babysit and expect <laughs> nothing to go wrong. <laughs> The fucked up thing is, is he's always babysitting them in the comics. Like, yes, they, I mean, yeah. babysitter and bodyguard. So great. Yeah. But he is so good. Like the relationships he has with the, the, the young ladies, him in Jubilee, yes. him in Kitty Pride, him in Rogue in the movies. I love that. My mama. Brother vibe. Yeah. My mama instinct kicks in on that though, because I haven't seen him have any relationship like that with any of the dudes. Yeah. And I would leave my kid with them for a brief time if they needed to be protected. But having him be in charge of a whole school, I would be worried that he'd end up being one of those creeper dudes. Yeah. There's there's something a little creepy about it. No, I get that. Because, um, and I could be completely wrong, but I like to err on the side of caution uh, when it comes to my kids. And um, if we'd seen him have a relationship with like like that with a dude then I probably wouldn't have that feeling, but it's always younger girls. It bothers me a little bit. I mean, he watching it and, and trying to put myself in a head space of he's completely innocent and he's a good guy. It is really sweet. I really like how he deals with rogue. Um, <clears throat> and then later in the Logan movie, how he deals with that little girl. Um, if you're telling me he's a good guy and he's never going to do anything bad uh, and you're the one writing the story so I have to believe you, then fine. Yeah. But if I'm just watching this, I'm like, ew, a little bit. But again, well, and it's I also, think it's also because then... Go ahead, oh, go ahead Stacey. I was just going to say he's, he's my favorite character. Oh, so. Right. And in the movies, they don't allow some of his male friendships to come into play like him and nightcrawler him and beast uh, and then him and morph those are three that um you really see that connection of i feel like he's just trying to make these family connections for what each person needs like these girls that he comes in contact with rogue specifically horrible horrible father figures Um, and so giving them the best stability he can offer, but he has some really, um, interesting and fun, almost brother-like relationships with the men on the team that are his age. I just think really it comes down to a lot of the younger characters that get introduced with him are not male. Like almost every time a new character gets introduced at a younger age, it's always a female. Yeah, no, that's true. That's weird. It is. You know what? That's that's really true. Even the um, like when they do the new mutants and you get Cannonball and uh, Roberto da Costa, th- those males are kind of more grown up than say Wolvesbane and Magic. I that's interesting. The girls they bring on are always younger and, and more uh, multiple. Hmm. I'll have to pay more attention to that going forward. Sounds fishy. Because, like, this this trilogy starts with Rogue being the one coming in. Animated series starts with Jubilee being the one brought in. Yep. That's just kind of their M.O. And the the days, or the the first class, it kind of, <laughs> they kind of make Mystique the, 
the young girl coming in. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Uh, so 2004, <laughs> the Punisher, <laughs> uh, a cop <laughs> retires and then watches his entire family uh, being annihilated. Well, he doesn't watch them. Yeah, he. I mean, he fights it, but he sees not just his his wife and kids, but his entire family line. No, no, no. He doesn't watch it. He's he wasn't there. He showed up after it happened, didn't he? No, no, no. Remember, him and his dad grabbed guns and tried to fight them off. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, because we've seen three origins for the Punisher. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I just needed. (laughs) And then he becomes an Avatar of Vengeance. I don't like that tagline. An avatar of vengeance. I think that's a pretty appropriate tag. No, no, he's not an avatar. He, an avatar is, uh, is a proxy. I I don't I don't I don't like it. Okay. He is vengeance. <laughs> I love this movie so much. John Travolta is a bad guy. Uh. I mean, rightful vengeance. John Travolta is such a good bad guy, and I really enjoyed watching him get the shit beat out of him. (laughs) I mean, this is the the reason that this movie was at the top for so long (laughs) is because when's the last time you hated a bad guy that much? Like, if you'd gotten to see the centaurs beat the fuck out of Professor Umbridge in... uh, Harry oh, Potter. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's the feeling I get in this movie. They finally actually did the thing I wanted them to do. Just fuck him up. I'm getting fired up just thinking about it. This is this is a Stacy movie though. This yeah. is like this is like a cowboy western slash eighties like cop shoot 'em up movie. That this is my area right here. Is it actually better than X two? Okay, the reason that it's above X2 right now is because this is a movie, because we were doing the would you watch it again thing. Yeah. And it was a compromise. I don't know that it's actually better theme-wise, right? Okay. But I'll watch The Punisher right now. I'll watch. I'll watch all the X Men movies. I know you would. (laughs) I one thing I'm telling you is you're not putting um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy above it. (laughs) That's not the question before. I know. (laughs) Is it better than X Two? Um, with with a man using his own son to subjugate uh, and control the mutants. I mean, I would rather watch The Punisher. And see, I would rather watch X2. Because, because I... But I, I will know. say, like, John Travolta is a much better villain. Oh, yeah. And I feel like Punisher followed a little more comic booky themes. Like, it felt like a comic book movie to me. Whereas I still feel like X-Men gets into the heavier social justice issues, which 
is its thing, but still. I will give you that if if you're just going to watch a movie, mm-hmm. one, you got two hours, Punisher is a complete story. Mm-hmm. True. Okay. Is this the Thomas Jane Punisher? Yes, this yeah. is this is the good one. Well, yeah, I know it's the good one. I was just double checking to make yeah. sure. Um, because I need my notebook. Yeah. As much as I like Shane from The Walking Dead, I feel like Thomas Jane is a better Punisher. Oh no, no, we'll fight over that. the The TV show Punisher <laughs> is is thirty times better than this well, Punisher. Okay, but like, um, Shane is intimidating and and has more um more knowledge and skill. But the thing I like about Thomas Jane is he's, he is, he is more uh, Bruce Willis than he is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. Uh, And I like, you know, when I was a kid, all those movies, my dad and I watched together were a guy like my dad um, and his daughter. Who's like me, the daughter gets messed with somehow and my dad could fly up and fuck up everybody that messed with me. You know what I mean? It's like <clears throat> it's like you're Spider-Man. Like these could be this could be us. Fortunately, we don't have to compare the two Punishers. Well, yeah, that's fair. But uh, we would fight. <laughs> the question is, where do we put uh, X2 and, and, and the Punisher? I, I think you guys have talked me into leaving Punisher above X2. Okay. Um, I believe I'd have to, I honestly, I'd have to watch them both again to really, if I'm going to compare those two specifically, I'd have to watch them again because I feel like I remember way more of the details of the Punisher because I enjoyed the whole movie better. Sure. But that in it, in and of itself tells me that I didn't really like X-Men as much. Okay, now we have to watch. Now we we don't have to watch it. Thank God. Um, we have to talk about uh, Captain America. Captain America: The First Avenger. Aww. Rejected, rejected from the army several times. Steve Rogers gets beefed up and becomes a beloved showgirl. Uh, then he topples Hydra. Kind of. He's a USO girl. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm sorry, but I can't stand Captain America. I know you can't, but we did like the killing Nazis. <laughs> I really like the yes. punching Hitler thing. The punching Hitler. <laughs> I don't like how he later brags, I've punched Hitler 132 times. <laughs> like, no, dude, you have not. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine if they had taken a USO girl and said, oh, now you're a superhero? Yeah. Why they made the world's best soldier and then made him dance around. It makes no sense. You know what? I'm willing to put Punisher above this, actually. Well, good. Lissa? I will agree because, I mean, I like Captain America. I feel... For the underdog character, uh, he just really wants to serve and be of use in the fight against evil, but um, he had to find some other way to do it, <laughs> and then was put on a stage, punching Hitler 138 times. Yeah, and- um, so I feel bad, <laughs> but um, I think overall, between the two movies, the Punisher 
has a more interactive storyline. Yeah, and and we don't. Get, whereas, no, I'm like, go, go ahead. Oh, just whereas Captain America, knowing that the MCU had a plan, like this was just the introduction to Captain America. It wasn't the greatest movie. Yes, and I think it fails in that we don't see Captain America like fighting the war. Captain America fighting Nazis gets hand waved, and we're expected later to think of him as the greatest soldier to ever live. But we got like five minutes of him being a soldier. Well, less than five minutes. If they had given us that movie, Captain America actually on the battlefield, I I would be advocating for that to be at the top. Um, well, and Jay, you know, if they had given us Captain America and and Wolverine fighting, oh. Stacy would have been more in. <laughs> oh yeah, because oh. they were contemporaries on that battle. They, well, they, they have yeah. comic book flashbacks they together. Where they're teamed up all the time. <laughs> oh. Well, I mean that that would make sense. Yeah, because Wolverine's from like the Civil War. Because we watched Wolverine fight in World War yeah. II in his one of his movies. That's um, another reason why they they mess up in their continuity. Well, but also these are two different yes. um, these are two different universes. Yeah, well that they should never have done that. I yeah okay. But but yeah if they if they gave us what's the name of his team the guy with the, the bowler the hat. Howling Commandos yeah if they had given us a Captain America and the Howling Commandos I would have oh, been stoked. Yeah. Oh yeah, because that's the best part of this movie. Is when he has to go rescue yes. them. Yep. Yeah. Best yeah. Movie. Okay. So then, does X two get put above Captain America? Absolutely. Okay. Why didn't you let me do that in the first place? <laughs> I was surprised that was so easy. Does Incredible Hulk get put above? Absolutely. Captain America? The, if you don't want the answer, don't ask the question. <laughs> Captain America is so low on the totem pole for me. Do you back her up, Lisa? Because I'm a little bit, it's a little bit harder for me. Uh, I would pick Captain America over the Hulk oh, as far as a rewatch. Okay. Okay. So that's as far as he slips. Well, it's far enough for me. <laughs> 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 and now we enter the top 10 with 2010's Iron Man 2. The son of the man who helped develop the arc reactor wants to make a name for himself. So Mickey Rourke develops some electric whips and takes on the most arrogant man in the world. Yeah, Mickey Rourke is the reason why this one is below (laughs) 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 Ant-Man. That was rough. Yeah. uh, We got a lot of a lot of bot on bot violence here. And Mickey Rourke with his own arc reactor and some whips. And I, I don't, I honestly, I don't know about the this. The arc movie. reactor doesn't make any sense. Well, first of all, it doesn't make any sense that Iron Man has it because it's keeping pieces of metal out of his heart, which, I mean, you could tell this character was written a long time ago. Yeah. Before heart transplants and things like that, because it makes no damn sense. But it's, it, it keeps him going. It doesn't give him extra power. So I it doesn't make any sense to me. It, think of the arc reactor as a cold fusion device, like an infinite energy source. Well, then I need one. Yeah, sure. 
<laughs> like for real. I, I don't remember Iron Man 2 being spectacular, but is it better than Punisher? <clears throat> I'm inclined to say no. I mean... <sighs> I know it's a... Uh, Budget-wise, it was a better produced movie. Yeah. I think I think Liss is right, and I think the story for Punisher is better than... I, I mean... It, it just depends on what you're looking for in a movie, I guess, because Iron Man was a more expensive movie. The production value is better. The costumes are going to be better because the Punisher, the costumes are like, you know, yeah, everybody's clothes. just wearing the street clothes. Um, and it's, it's, it's a movie that doesn't need all that extra stuff. Um, I think rewatchability, I think, uh, story quality. I, th- I think Punisher might, might get to beat out Iron Man too. Well, can I go back in time and tell like, 30 weeks ago, you this. This is why we're doing this. Because, <laughs> uh, man. Iron Man 2 or X-Men 2? Oh. For me, it would be X-Men 2. I could easily pass over Iron Man 2 and be fine. But X-Men 2 is probably the better chapter of that trilogy. Yeah. Okay. I don't disagree. I mean, because I didn't, I didn't really enjoy the the weird whips and stuff. Iron Man two or <laughs> the first Captain America? Oh, um, I mean, I think Iron Man two still beats out Captain America. I would go the other way. What do you think? I don't. I don't know, actually, <laughs> and I. Well, you're the, you're the uh, deciding yeah. vote here. And I'm going to have to vote with past me and keep Iron Man above just because it was before and I don't remember. That is fair. I don't remember it enough, but I also, I mean, I do prefer Tony Stark to, mm-hmm. um, if I'm if one of them is going to be my friend, I prefer Tony Stark. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> you could pay me enough to hang out with Captain America. Plus, you get Pepper Potts. Well, Tony Stark's going to take you for burgers. Yeah, and Captain <laughs> America is going to like fuss at you for saying fuck too much. Language. Listen here. Language. <laughs> I'd smack him so hard. <laughs> like, uh, you think I'm bad? You should talk to my kids. All right. From t- <laughs> From 2015, a thief finds some shrinking technology. He gets wrapped up in a plot to stop the tech from being weaponized. Um, Ant-Man, for me, because I love him. Yes. Um, I love the actor. I love the character. For me, I feel like... I want him to be at the top of the list, and then I look at the top of the list and go, ooh, wait, though. Okay, but you don't have to look at the top of the list. No, I know, I know, no. Uh, I'm saying I like the Ant-Man movie enough. Okay. Do you like it more than Punisher? Um. Well, see, that's the problem, because the Punisher is a movie you watch when you want to fuck stuff up. And Ant-Man is a movie you can watch with your kid, and it's, uh, it's a little lighter and funnier. 
Ant-Man is cuddlier. He is more yeah. adorable. And, you know... I agree. Punisher is after you've had a bad day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and between the two guys, if I was going to date one of them, it'd, it'd be Ant-Man. So, like, Agreed. definitely... Definitely Ant-Man is, is more uh, eye candy. Okay. So we will leave Ant-Man where he's at. Okay. I'm good with that. Let's see. Plus, uh, it makes me think of uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah. One of my childhood favorites. <laughs> uh, and Because, yes. like, how fun would that have been to be able to be shrunk down and, I mean, all Come kinds of trouble. Come in your chairs. Yeah, we would have been in so much trouble. So let's go to 2010 and the beginning of the MCU. Iron Man, a weapons manufacturer, turns a new leaf when he's blown up by his own bomb. Uh, he then has to fight his mentor. Okay, so the beginning of this movie is hard for me to watch because he's just awful. Yeah. Tony Stark. <laughs> yes, he is. He's just you're he's so cringy. But then I really enjoyed the part where he's in the cave in Afghanistan and has to like cobble together basically magic. I really liked that yeah. whole sequence. And then the, the fight scene between his thing and the uh and everybody while he's trying to escape. I just really super like Iron Man. I'd still put him above Ant Man. Yeah, I think this is this is the I right think choice. This is, yeah, I think this is one of the better um, intro character yeah, movies. Absolutely. Like we, at this point, we've seen Captain America, we've seen Spider Man, X Men. This is the best intro movie. And I was like you, Stacey. I couldn't stand the thought of Iron Man. Yeah. But by the end of it, and especially by the end of the trilogy, I am in love with. Iron Man. Yeah. And I think it's part of this hope concept. Like you always hope that if someone realizes that their company or them is doing something wrong, all they have to do is see it yeah. and they correct it. And he is the very embodiment of that. Yeah. Well, because it, it's almost like he's been so busy you know, womanizing and, and fucking off that he didn't even realize. He wasn't even yes. thinking about his dad's company and what it was and what it meant. And and let's be and what real. Did yeah. I mean, let's be real. Tony Stark is the first uh, MCU movie. He is also the running theme. Fuck Captain America. I know what Peggy Carter would say, <laughs> but Tony Stark is the running. <laughs> he is the string that holds the MCU together. Even now, even in this phase uh, of the, the movies that are coming out now, if it weren't for Tony Stark, there would be no MCU. Yeah. Here. Both internally yes. and externally. Well, and not only that, but personally, that character, um, they didn't stop growing his character after that first movie. They didn't just go, oh, now he's a good guy. We also watched him fall in love with Pepper Potts. Yeah. And then yeah. we, we watched him become a better man because of her because. and because of all of the influence around him. He, his his character continues to develop. Yeah, all the way up to becoming a reluctant mentor to, to yeah. Peter Parker. Um, which I, I know those decisions. Yeah, we we'll have, talk about them yeah. when they come. But but yeah, unlike all of the other movies, 
where like Captain America doesn't have character development. No. Wolverine doesn't really have character development. No. They're like, this is who he is. Yep. And then he runs with it. Right. And we watch Iron Man grow. Okay. And I think I think that is exactly what makes you fall in love with him. Plus, you know, he's got that like bad boy charisma thing going on where you end up doing things for him even though you don't want to. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, well, and I also like that this one shows his stupid scenes, like when he's fiddling with stuff mm-hmm. and like yes. blowing himself into cars. Yeah, yes. he's a human. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. I I think I said that in the in the first uh, the podcast we talked about him where he's he's not Reed Richards where everything he does the first time is perfect. Well, and that is yes. the, that is the perfect. Uh, example of why Marvel characters are so fulfilling because they are fallible. Well, but they can be. Yeah. From what I've seen so far, they haven't done that much. Um, Which is a perfect segue to our last interlude before we we break into the top of the list. Okay. And we'll start with Lissa this time. Still another top three. (laughs) Um, And the, the best male role models or uh, goals. If if you had a son who you would want your son to be championing, uh, championing. Okay. So um, yes, good segue. I definitely think Tony Stark because like we've said, Tony never stops learning. Um, And I really like that even as we go through, um, like some of the later movies, like Civil War, he never stops questioning himself after he realizes he's been wrong. It's never, um, I automatically know what I'm doing. It's, okay, I've been wrong before. Is this that looks like the right thing indeed the right thing to do? Um, So I can appreciate always having that in his forethought. Um, uh, Number two... I would probably go with Wolverine just because I have always loved his character of um, he doesn't want to conform to all the rules that Scott Summers wants to set out, um, but he's going to do what he thinks is right. Um, whether or not that's rule. He's like the perfect chaotic good. He's going to do what's right, but you're not going to like how he's going to do it. Fair enough. And sometimes that's needed. Um, and then I would say my last one would be um, Ben from Fantastic Four, because he has literally suffered um, some great uh, discrimination because of what happened to him to continue to be a good friend to read. He is always there for him to tell him what he needs to hear, whether it's good or bad, um, but is always there to pick him up and is there through whatever call Reed makes. Yeah, and he's the only one of the four, like you said, that can't uh, can't pass. He can't just fade into yes. a crowd and hide his powers. Yeah, no, that's that's good. <clears throat> um, yeah, uh, I think I, I think I'd go in a, a slightly different direction, and I'm I'm leaning on the TV shows a lot here, but I think uh, Coulson is definitely a role model. Oh, uh, yeah. He, his heart, uh, even if, even if you don't watch Shield, Coulson in the movies is he's confident, he's dedicated, he is the kind of guy that puts in the work, and I, I really love Coulson. I think uh, Bruce Banner, but not the Hulk, 
Uh, Bruce Banner yes. is so concerned with this this, mul- this dual personality he has and controlling his rage and learning to become a better person. I think Bruce definitely is a is a role model of sorts. Um, and then I actually this is going to sound bad, uh, but Magneto is a kind of role model for boys. Uh, I don't think Magneto is wrong. I think that there are things he has to learn and he has to kind of meet Xavier in the middle. But given everything he's faced, I think he is fighting for his people the best way he knows how. Um, And I, I think Magneto, there's a lot of good there in him, even if he does some bad shit. I would okay. agree with that on Magneto. Oh, go ahead. We lost you after agree. Oh, um, I would agree with that on Magneto. Um, as you guys have talked about the X-Men, I've definitely come around to seeing um, a softer side of Magneto because I think that always bothered me as to why Xavier kept reaching out to Magneto over the years. And I think it's because Xavier does see that good that is in him and sees the oh, yeah, because Magneto's, lack of a better turn. Magneto's anger is righteous anger. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, he's that scared little boy that saw his parents be carried off into those gates. Yeah. Um, and not wanting that to happen again. Yeah. So um, you took a couple of my answers. Okay. Um, so um my number one would be um elbow patch sweater hulk okay professor hulk professor hulk after the you know the zen after the figuring out okay because he's intelligent he's figured out how to maintain his chill and it kind of reminds me of you when you were younger, the, you know, letting things roll off his back. Um, uh, <laughs> my next answer, <laughs> well, I was, I was going between Deadpool and Magneto because <laughs> I know it sounds crazy. Magneto, because, um, you know, he's the life lessons, um, the, the, um, you know, fighting for what you believe in, no matter what the, the righteous anger the he, I feel like in a controlled environment would be someone that you would want your son to learn from. However, Deadpool, yeah. Deadpool, <laughs> um, Deadpool is, my daughter <laughs> that I'm, I'm not kidding. If you, if you talk to Rose now and she's comfortable with you and she and so she's showing you her actual personality. She has that, the, the sarcasm, the, the, um, the, the chaotic personality just for the fun of chaos. Yes. But also, <laughs> also her own morality that is unchangeable. Yeah. 
Um, she, I mean, like Deadpool knows what is right. I mean, and it might be weird or quirky or we don't totally get it, but he's, he does the right thing and is a smart ass about it. Um, in, in a more fun way than Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Oh, for sure. Like Spider-Man, I love like the amazing Spider-Man's personality, mm-hmm. his sarcasm and stuff, but he's a little bit too goody two shoes for me. And I don't, if I'm picking people for my kid to hang out with to, to pull a piece of their personality from, it would be Deadpool before being Spider-Man. Um, and then my third answer is absolutely Coulson. Um, oh. <clears throat> because of um, that fierce, intense sense of family and loyalty. Yeah. Um, and, and his whole aura is like, he doesn't really want to be in charge, but he'll be in charge. Yep. He's the kind of guy that when he's the leader, he leads um, from the back of the pack doing the work and not, you know, not just delegating. And he's, he's just, yeah. And then when, when it comes to having kids, you, you put the people in front of them and they're going to pull what they're going to pull. But like, those are the people that I would, I would throw in front of them. He's he's got that same stalwart righteousness that we like in Foggy Nelson from the Daredevil. Yes, and I wanted to say Foggy, but Foggy's still a little bit too young. Coulson's Coulson's more confident in himself. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, let's wrap this list up. (laughs) From 2013, coming in at number seven, Iron Man number three, Enter the Mandarin. Or someone pretending to be him. Mm. Uh, Pepper gets roided out, and all of the suits fight. Pepper some gets what? Roided out. She gets the super soldier serum put into her, the, or the centipede project. But she gets roided out uh, and gets to be super for a minute. Uh, and we get that scene with all of the suits, all of the iterations fighting uh, some super soldiers. We did say that one was better than the other two. We did say that was better than the other two. Is this the best Iron Man? Mm-hmm. I don't remember why we said it was the best one. Because <laughs> I would lean towards one is still better than that one. I, I I'm trying to remember why we said it was better. I I don't I don't know either. Honestly, I know I enjoyed War Machine being a part of it, and I did enjoy Pepper getting to get her licks in. Um, but the <laughs> The faux Mandarin uh, kind of oh, detracts from it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, slattery. I think. I think. I think we might have to flip these. I think Iron Man One might have to go above Iron Man Three. Um, well, I guess we'll have to watch them again and see what the deal was. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> does Ant Man beat Iron Man Three? <sighs> Which way are you leaning, Stacy? I don't actually know. Um, Iron Man, Iron Man Three's. It's got all those really chaotic fight scenes. I'm not a big fan of. Yeah. I don't like it when they have scenes where I, I can't tell what's going on, and like they have big important stuff going on and I'm missing it. You they, know. They blow up his house and it falls into the ocean. Yeah. Well. 
I feel like emotionally Iron Man's a better movie. Okay. Like, you know, Iron Man's whole... He trashes his whole place. Like, his whole life is trashed. Because of his arrogance. Yeah. Hey, Mandarin, come and get me. Here's my fucking address. Yeah, I feel like... I'm, I'm, I'm leaning more towards Iron Man 3 being better than Ant-Man. I mean, I like Ant-Man, but... Okay. I think I could go either way on that one. Okay. I'm I'm fine with it being above Iron Man. <clears throat> I, I am. Uh, so... Next up, from 2012, Avengers. Loki acts up and all the heroes need to do a team-up. Oh, and aliens invade New York. I mean, honestly, if, if you don't know what the Avengers is... The incident. The incident. You're not watching any of those movies. If you yeah, that's the one thing that gets mentioned the most in other yeah. shows and movies. It's the easiest way to tie a show in, right? You mentioned the incident in New York. Yeah. Or the big green guy. Well, how do you not? Yeah. Right? I mean, that's world changing, right? Yeah. <sighs> um, I don't know. I'm going to defer to you two on this one. Cause... Okay. So it's, it's Avengers is above... Uh, Avengers and Iron, Iron Man, Man 1. Iron Man 1. We pushed Iron Man 1 Iron above Man 3. So... The first movie or the first team up. Now I will say okay. this Avengers movie oh. is um, has lasting uh, implications for Iron Man. It's, oh yeah, it gives his, him PTSD. Yeah, his PTSD from that event. Um, and it is again, it is the thing that gets mentioned in all of the other. I think beyond that, I think Avengers is a, a bigger movie than the first Iron Man movie. Yeah, it's like the next level that takes us from here are your here's your cast to here's what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think we leave it above. Lee and from 2011 X-Men First Class. McAvoy's X-Men... Uh, it's Mecca boy. Whatever. No, no, whatever. <laughs> Say it right. <clears throat> he gathers his X Men for the first time to stop Magneto. Um, more apocalyptic than ever. We also get the Cuban Missile Crisis. I will say that one of the things that made us love this movie so much was the revised uh, opening scene where we learn even more about Magneto's past. Yeah. Where they didn't retcon it, but they added to. And we, we really, like, sympathetic villain all the way. We, yeah. Oh, yeah. This, sure. is, this is also the one where we show Magneto's been kidnapped. That's this one. Well, they killed his mom in front of him. Yeah, because he wouldn't do the thing. Because he wouldn't use his powers. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, this... Yeah, the Magneto stuff is why we put this movie yeah. so high up. And Kevin Bacon. <laughs> you know, you keep saying Kevin Bacon, but like... <laughs> he was the main bad guy in this movie. I know, but for some reason it doesn't stick. <laughs> I don't want to think of him as being that guy. And Emma fucking Frost. Oh, you mean <sighs> the chick from Mad Men? <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I think this movie, this movie stays where it is. Better than Avengers? Uh, yeah. Lissa didn't sound so sure. I mean, I don't know. I feel like in in that realm, X-Men First Class is kind of a entity to its own. It doesn't cross over into the same level that Avengers is on. But it, like, I just feel so bad for First Class. Like, all of the work that they have to do to make those first steps. I've always yes. felt bad for the, the first mutants. Although some of the people they chose to be in the quote-unquote first class, Havoc, Angel, the girl with wings, who doesn't show up until, like, the 2000s and in the comics. And doesn't really have any power except for uh, flying. Yeah, like, some of the some of the choices they made for that first class were not the best, but... The, the, no. themes, the, the, the X-Men, the X-Men movie stayed in the top 10 because of the themes, because of yeah. the overarching, yes. um, it, their morality plays. It's, it's, yeah. look what you're doing. I mean, that's, and that's why we kept them up there but because it, they have substance in the world. You're watching it. You're learning something. But we think Avengers might actually be a better movie. I, Gina is going to have a cow. Like, for real. Um, I mean, I love the X-Men. I know Lissa loves the X-Men. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think that one's on you. I don't know. Because because the... Um, uh, it, it hurts my soul. But for, me, but, but for me, hold on. But for me, Magneto having his character get developed more so that you understand where he's coming from when he makes all these crazy decisions. You understand You understand from watching this that he's right. Yeah. I, I feel like that might push it over the top for me better than Avengers. I, because for me, I mean, like, my favorite characters are Wolverine and Magneto. My favorite character is Magneto because he's not actually a bad guy. He's He's right. And this movie helps people to understand that he's right. I mean, I love the X-Men, and it's it's not hard to get me to keep them above. Well, I mean, because, yeah, and we've talked about this before, but Magneto sees, if Magneto was around for Trump, he would have been like, uh-uh, here we go again. <laughs> he sees it before it starts to get bad, because that's how Hitler started. He started out subtly. And he was there, he saw it, he knew it, and that's why he's losing his crap. All right. Uh, the first class stays where it's at. I, I feel like... Adventures. I mean, like, let's watch them again, and maybe I'll change my mind. But, like, I'm always going to be on the side of fuck Nazis and fuck future Nazis. Okay. <laughs> How do you argue against fuck Nazis? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, 2015, Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. Tony opens Loki's staff to build an AI that wants to save the world by wiping out humanity. Can we change the title of this movie to Day of Ultron? Yeah, well, we... Yeah. It's going to bother me forever. Um, featuring Red <laughs> Reddington. Red Reddington. I mean, 
we talk about how pivotal Tony is to the MCU. Yeah. And this is, again, Tony oh. wanting to do the right thing. His arrogance causes the world to fucking collapse. And then because of this, we get the Sokovia Accords and we're going to build into the next movie we're watching. This movie is a turning point. I, I'm going to do a thing you don't like. Okay. When we were talking about the male role models, I wanted to say Vision. Okay. I forgot to say Vision because I got so wrapped up in the other stuff. Sure. Um, we can add. I Okay, so this Age Ultron should be the origin of... Yeah, it is. Um, because of WandaVision... Because I saw that first before I knew who he was. So that was my introduction to him, that them loving each other and all that. I love him. Okay. He's like the personification of, well, he's Jervis. Yeah. And I love Jervis. And that's why this movie is all the way up here. Um, but also, uh, James Spader, I oh. don't, I don't care how old that guy gets, he can get it. Okay. He's like Harrison Ford, Sean Connery, and James Spader. He's pretty. You ever seen young James Spader, Lisa? I don't know. Give me some titles he would have been in. Uh, just IMDb or, or even just Google young James Spader. I showed him to Rose and she was like... Oh, he has pretty hair. <laughs> He is a pretty oh, he's boy. cute. And listen, he uh, is a pretty boy. He is in the show called uh, Blacklist. Um, and I okay, mean, I've seen he's he's been in a bunch of '80s movies, but I fell in love with him in uh, Blacklist, and he has the best voice. He's Ultron's voice in this movie. Um, oh, gotcha. And Blacklist and, is one of our top ten shows. Oh, absolutely. Uh, up until the last couple of seasons. Anyway. Definitely not for the kiddo, though. No. That's <laughs> um, <laughs> a grown-up show. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but he's 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 got such a good voice that they picked him for Ultron. And um, and it took me way too long to recognize his voice. But he has just got, like, you could fall asleep listening to him. Um, I adore him. Well, let's not sleep on the list. Is this better than X-Men First Class? I mean, no. I mean, really? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Um, because uh, Age of Ultron, we get we get James Spader and the um, the robot that's alive for like five seconds and goes, "Oh, humans suck ass. We're getting rid of them." Um, which is like you know the theme of my life. Yeah, I like individual people. I, I, I have individual people that I love and adore and would kill for. But humans as a whole, yuck. Um, uh, and then we get... It uh, is so funny you say that. Well, you know. <laughs> no, that's what Justin says in our house. We watch all the sci-fi and he's like, the minute we make AI and make them figure out the problem with the planet, it is yep. always 100% going to be humans. Yep. 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 Absolutely. Um, but the Age of Ultron is where we get Vision. Yeah. Um, we get yes. we get Tony Stark fucking up royally. Yeah. 
trying to put armor around the world. But then we also get Scarlet Witch. Yeah. And we get her being all badass as fuck. And the briefest appearance of Quicksilver ever. Yeah, we don't need him. I'm the fastest death. <laughs> no, but Quicksilver's Quicksilver's a fun character though. That whole scene where he's like oh, adjusting he people so that he they're punching themselves. Yeah, but that's from first class. Oh shit, is it? No, they they do it again in Ultron, don't they? Not really. I thought they did. No. Just like a small scene? The real the real bullet time Quicksilver scene is from first class. Okay, well I was misremembering then. But like this movie no, is Quick, Quicksilver from First Class is the guy from uh, American Wonder Horror Vision. Story, right? Yes. 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 Yeah, and he's the one they pull into WandaVision, which fucks everything up. Yeah. Oh, it's yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I mm, the only thing I would say about Age of Ultron is that. Um, it's kind of like the same story we've seen already. Well, no, it's a story we're going to see uh, again. I've seen already. God dang it, I hate watching these out of order. <laughs> um, no, this is the first time we get this. Uh, Thanos is going to be a copycat. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. On a, on a galactic yeah. scale. Well, yeah. So, Ultron I, or First Class? Ah. Uh, See, that's what the problem is, because, again, you can always argue that the X-Men movies are morally better movies. Yeah. Um, the story is so important. I agree. But at the same time, Age of Ultron is just a cool-ass movie. And I feel like that's why well, we put it and it's relatable there. on the human level. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone is going to screw up with the best of intentions. It's, in this case, it's like Tony is that first-time parent. You want to baby-proof the whole house, but then they don't learn anything. Mm -hmm. I, don't know, I think it stays where it is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Plus, isn't this the movie where um, Tony and Captain America get into it? They start disagreeing. The next movie is like the culmination yeah, of that. They, but, but they start like getting snippy with each other because Tony's right. He's a goody two-shoes little wiener. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I have a problem. At number three. <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man number two from 2012. Uh, mm, no. 2014. 2014, I'm sorry. Yep. <laughs> no. Peter tries to have a life and be a hero. Um, Electro is the bad guy, but only kind of. We also get uh, Green Goblin and Gwen Stacy dies. Oh, God. That's why I mentioned it. <laughs> Gwen Stacy. To stab us in the heart? <laughs> I didn't do it. Well, it makes it worse for me because um, my name is Stacy. Yes. And every boyfriend I've ever had <laughs> has been like, oh, you're my Gwen Stacy. And then you go and kill her. <laughs> Yeah. That's like if you Google my name, like to do those fun Facebook games, you the, know. The night Gwen Stacy died. Yeah, the Gwen Stacy yeah. cover. I've been seeing that practically my whole life. Oh, it breaks my heart. And I love her. She's so much a better character. Yeah. Yeah. There was, than Mary Jane. The, the only problem with the Amazing Spider-Man movies 
and we've said this a few times, is the the villains suck. They suck. Yeah, Electro Boy is not... It's annoying to me. I mean, tell us if we're wrong, Lissa, but the villains suck. No, I I agree. Because, yeah, if you're... And especially if you're pairing something like that with the Green Goblin in the same movie, mm-hmm. the Green Goblin is not that strong. Well, but also Jamie Foxx's character isn't a bad guy. Except that... Um, they abused him into being one. Yeah, like... He would have gone into obscurity and not really complained about it, but they tortured him and turned him into a bad guy. And it just bothers me. So I feel like a guy, that character would have like gotten his revenge on the people that messed with him and then been done with it. His, his character yeah. is just not believable to me. I, I don't, I don't dig it. And then having a Green Goblin that's not the original Green Goblin really bugs me. Well, is it <laughs> better or worse than Age of Ultron? Well, you're the reason that it's above Age of Ultron. You like Ultron better than Amazing 2? I mean, I don't know. I'd say well, Ultron I mean, over Spider-Man 2. Okay. That's two of you. I mean, we're picking nits up at the top of the I, list. I know we are. Uh, which then means we have to ask, is Spider-Man 2, Amazing Spider-Man 2, better or worse than First Class? Death of Gwen Stacy or Understanding I, Magneto? I feel like Amazing Spider-Man 2 is better than X-Men. The death of Gwen Stacy almost made me cry. It did make me cry. I would do either way on this. You totally cried. I totally cried, yes. Yeah, Jay choked up. Okay. Oh, because you were like, oh, she's going to be fine, and then nope. I mean, I knew she was going to die. I've seen the movie before. Yes, but I watched your face, and and for a second, you were like, she's going to be fine. It it doesn't matter, especially having (laughs) recently watched the first one. Yeah. Uh, I love that character. Uh, so let's talk about the first one, which is the next on our list from 2012, The Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, remade origin story, Garfield does miserable better than anyone. Uh, the Lizard is the <laughs> villain, but who cares because Gwen Stacy is a badass. Yeah, but also, <laughs> oh God, that lizard. But also, uh, this is the one where her dad, Gwen Stacy's dad dies. Yep. Which, um, you know, I, uh, that hits me right in the feels. Yeah, because you can't have a Spider-Man movie without a funeral. Yeah, no, but that's not what I mean, though. Like, Dad lying on the floor dying is, oh, yeah. is like, a personal experience yeah. of mine. So uh, that always gets me pretty hard. Um, but also, they're... Okay, so this show does... Uh, th- these two movies together do <laughs> such a better job than the the original Spider-Man movies of giving his origin yeah. of tying his dad in to yeah. the stuff that happens to him later. Um, the, um, you know, Spider-Man's uh, Peter Parker's dad and mom are dead and he's looking at his dad's effects in a way that is so realistic. Yeah. I mean, I still do this with my dad's stuff. Like every time we move and I put my couple of things that my dad uh, 
or that I had that were my dad's, I still put them away with that kind of reverence. And, you know, uh, it's just, it, the emotion in these two movies is so real. Um, and to me that tops everything. The comic book movie isn't just relying on beat em up, shoot em up stuff. And it has story and connection and emotion. It makes it better than everything else. Okay. That's where I'm at. I definitely like the added backstory because that was always like the big question I had as a kid with Spider-Man. Like, okay, yes, he has Aunt May and she's great, but yeah. why? It's just yeah. never talked about. Also, also, the famous line from the first Spider-Man movie, they do not say it in this one. They modify it a little bit. <laughs> they modify it enough to not annoy me. So does this stay above Age of Ultron? For me, it does. I say yes. Okay, I, I I mean I agree. I Garfield is the best, uh, and rumors are that he's getting to do an amazing three, uh, which tickles me. That would be amazing. Every shade of pink. <laughs> and finally, from 2016, we have Deadpool. He's a wise ass, not a hero, oh. but he is hilarious. <laughs> I I don't have anything else. Well, I mean, if you don't know no, who Deadpool our is. our hero. <laughs> Captain Deadpool, he's our hero. <laughs> is he, is, <laughs> is the smartass Merc with a Mouth a better movie than the broken, sad, crushed human being that is amazing <laughs> Spider-Man? Okay. This is hard. Well, when you put it like that, Jay. <laughs> this is so hard. Because I love Deadpool. Yeah. Um, he's my avatar on our uh our our cover art. Yeah. I know. And when it, when we had to make this decision the first time, uh, just a few weeks ago, I remember that what it came down to was if you watch Deadpool, you leave happy. And if you watch Spider-Man, you leave with a soggy napkin. Because <laughs> uh, you've been wiping your I teeth. I feel like that's accurate. Yeah. And so, Well, actually, if you're watching Deadpool, you might be leaving with a soggy napkin for a different reason. And you asked for that. So <laughs> we put Deadpool above because it was a happier movie. Uh is it a better movie? Oh, is the question. I love this movie so much. It's so ridiculous. Um, I love this movie, and you have Inara from Firefly. Oh, I don't know. We don't we don't watch Firefly in this house because somebody doesn't like oh. it. Well, I tried to watch oh, it. I tried. Sadness. I need to I need to try again and watch them in order, dude. In this house. We oh that that does help. Um yeah, in this house we've had multiple marathons and we have the board game. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, uh, actually, I even have a niece named Inara. My oh, best wow. friend in Atlanta. She named her her little one Inara. I love a Uber. So Uber fans. Um, Uber fans. I remember the first time I watched this movie. And I was not planning. Usually, 
Laurel, Rose, and Jay will rent a movie and I will sit in the room and my face will be pointed at the TV, but then I go off in my own little world. And it looks like I'm watching. They think I'm watching. And every time there's like a big explosion, I'm like, whoa, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. You know, and then I go back off into my own world. But Deadpool immediately caught my attention. The the jokes at the big at the opening credits. Um and of course, I think one of the first things I saw was his ass. And I'm like, wait, what's going on here? <laughs> why why is he cussing like that? Um oh my god, did he really just say that joke? Like it it caught my attention and I couldn't not watch. It is unique in that it is the only Marvel movie that should have had an X rating. It really should have. Does Deadpool 2 have an X rating? Because no, they're all over. Isn't that one? Well, I mean, like, he he talks about his penis often enough. Yeah. I would think that they're... No, it's R. I, I mean, I feel like it has to stay at the top. Because, I totally agree with that rating. Okay. Because outside of the podcast and me having to watch these movies, um, that and... and, and uh, Shoot. Ghost Rider. But Ghost Rider isn't really a comic book. It didn't feel like a comic book movie to me. But Deadpool, the first obviously comic book movie that I was like, oh, wait, this is awesome. All right. Well, that wraps up the list. And we've been going for a long time, but I got one, well, two more questions. But one more top three. And we'll start with Stacey. Top three misunderstood bad guys. Bad guys that aren't bad guys. Oh, well, Magneto. Yeah. First. Um, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, well, if we're going to go to the TV shows, no, even then. I, Magneto's my dude. Okay. I, you know, I we've talked about Thanos. I don't know enough about him to really be able to say that. Okay. I agree that there needs to be a way to fix uh, our problem, but not necessarily how he does it. All right. And, and that's what I've got. Just because <laughs> I, I don't have as much knowledge as you guys do about this stuff. So, yeah. Uh, I would... Magneto was definitely my number one um, because especially as we get more of his little pieces of his story, he's, he's definitely not out to hurt people for the sake of hurting them. Like he, he's trying to protect a population. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say Phoenix is a misunderstood just because there's the twofold, depending on which story you go with, like that she's, an entity from outside of our earth. Mm-hmm. So there, there's no standard to hold her to, or that she's the part of Jean's brain that Xavier walled off. Either way is not great. So I feel like that's not entirely her fault. It's fair. Um, and um, I would say the bad guy that we think is one and it ends up not being one is um gosh i cannot think of his name but the only thing that is coming to mind and jay you'll know exactly what i'm talking about the blue mary poppins oh oh uh merle dixon 
Um, Yondu. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Yondu. Um, he was doing the best he could, and he did have a heart. He was not in a position to, I feel like, um, push back a lot of the rules in his industry. But he, he definitely did have a heart. So he's got a special place. Okay. I like, I like these answers. Um, I am definitely going to go with Magneto um, as a misunderstood bad guy. I think, um, I think Loki, and this is, this is where uh, I do understand some of the Loki love. I think Loki's a misunderstood bad guy. His, his childhood was fucked. And, I mean, he is literally the god of mischief. Like, that is his role. Yeah. What do you expect? Uh, but <laughs> being told that he's, he, there's a possibility that he can grow up to get the throne, and all he ever wanted was a little fucking acknowledgement from his daddy, yeah. who isn't even his real daddy. Like, I, I think Loki yeah. is, he's not a, a he's, bad he's, guy. He's mentally ill. Yeah. He's a forgivable bad guy. Yeah. He, just, he just needs a fucking hug. Yeah, well, he also needs an apology because they stole him from his actual family. Yeah. And then never told him. And then when he does find out, they don't even bother to apologize. Yeah. And uh, he would have been he would have been the prince of this place. He was supposed to be special. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get you. And why does he feel like an outsider? Because he, he is, is an outsider and everyone's treating him that way. Yeah. I mean, he is literally the product of his script. Uh, and, um, oh, I had one more and it, it fell out. So I'm just going to stop there. You'll think of it in a second. I'll think of it in a second. And so the final question, the parting question, because we've been going forever and I'm sure that nobody wants to hear it anymore. Um, I want to know what movie or TV show you guys are looking forward to uh, from the next year. And just as a reference, next year is going to take us through to um, uh, Black Widow, season one of Loki, and Shang-Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings. So uh, that's... It's a lot of movies and TV shows, about 52 of them, give or take. Yeah, I need to look at the list here. Yes. I, I really don't. So basically from 2016 to uh, 2016 to 2021. Um, you know, Captain Marvel and uh, Dark Phoenix, I'm looking forward to. Okay. I mean, I, I'm being sexist here. Yeah. Black Widow. <laughs> Um, because when these guys get girls, girl characters, right, they really get them right. Okay. Um, um, and, and this is outside of that, but Moon Knight season one, I can't freaking wait to watch that again. <gasps> so good. That is outside of. Yes, I said that. Okay. Those are my answers. <laughs> I answered you. There you go. <laughs> I would say um, Endgame because just all the feels um, and WandaVision. I would like to watch Endgame again with, kind of, with all the emotion behind it now, now that I've seen everything. Like, now that you love some of these characters. Yeah, because yeah. the first time I watched it, I was like, whatever. 
Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I will say, oh, no, no, no. Um, I will say uh, we went to see Endgame in theater, and I think we, Justin and I both cried. Yeah, yeah, the um, the loss of that movie. Uh, and they, They've been struggling since then to really recapture America. I, I think uh, I think that is a very powerful movie. I I am really looking forward to um, um, uh, New Mutants again. I love those characters. I've always mm. loved them from the comics. Uh, and I remember is that the TV show or a movie? That was a movie. Uh, it it has uh, the girl with no name, Arya Stark, in it. Yeah. Uh, and it was a movie that got pushed back a oh. couple of times because of COVID. Yeah. Uh, Did and, we watch that? Yeah, everybody shat on it, but I thought it was a real oh, good oh, oh, movie. Oh, yes, yes, I remember that. Um, I really enjoyed it. Dark Phoenix was a, a good blo- uh, uh, recovery. Um, mm. Yeah, uh, and I think uh, Logan, of course, uh, I can't. I, that's just a couple of weeks away, and I cannot oh, watch, yeah. watch yeah. that. Oh, that's such a good movie. That yeah. movie, it's, without all of the emotional connection to all the movies, made me cry. Yeah. Oh. I think Logan oh. is – I my prediction is that Logan <clears throat> is going to take the top slot, and it's going to hold it for a very <laughs> long time. I believe that. I will say, Stacey, mm-hmm. there is one scene in Endgame that I know you are going to love. And I cannot wait to hear your reaction to it. Okay. I, yeah, I, you know, I did watch it, but I don't, I mean, I I sort of watched it. Um, But I don't really remember. I have this uh, superpower where I can watch something and like a week later, I won't be able to tell you a thing about it. Um, I don't know if it's because I'm so distracted all the time. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's because I'm distracted all the time or... My brain just has other things it wants to uh, hold on to. I don't know. Because I've been rewatching Columbo, and I remember episodes from 1982. I remember who did it, (laughs) how they did it, what happened, and how they got caught. It's so annoying. And if I can open up a Nancy Drew book, look at the first picture, and tell you the whole story. Because I read those when I was a kid. But if I read it yesterday, I couldn't tell you a thing about it today. Um, what I want to know is, have you actually watched WandaVision yet? Or are you yes. waiting? Okay. No, I totally watched it when it came out. Um, because Scarlet Witch was one of my dad's favorites. He had comics of hers. So I heard about Scarlet Witch all the oh, time cool. growing up. And how they got her story wrong. Um, and I just loved her so much in that show. Like, I love that first season. Oh, it hits my heart. Yeah. Well, and I was the whole time I was watching, I was trying to um, because this the um, the sets are recognizable sets from yes. shows I grew up watching, which is really yeah. exciting. Yeah, going through the decades oh, yeah. and, and calling out what show it is. Yeah, that's really cool. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that first trailer when I was like, oh, this looks like Bewitched. And my husband was like, mm-hmm. and you're going to watch it because I'm like, Bewitched was great. <laughs> I loved Bewitched growing up. And what better show <laughs> to put her in than Bewitched? Yeah. No kidding. Right? It kind of reminds me, what's that show um, 
the the daughter from Shit's Creek, where she's married to this Dunkoff. Um, and you think it's a sitcom. Oh, uh, Kevin can fuck himself. Yes, Kevin can fuck himself. He's kind <laughs> of like a uh, somebody with no powers version of WandaVision. Um, I think it's only the first season so far. We've only seen the first season, but there is another one out there. Oh, okay. We need to watch it. It's um, It kind of has a WandaVision feel because you're like... Oh, it's like all of those sitcoms you watch when you're a kid where the husband is a doofus idiot and needs to have his head smacked. Um, but everybody's laughing and it's fine. And the wife is suffering all the time. Yeah. You know? So the scenes with him in it, they have filmed like a sitcom, like a, a traditional in-the-studio sitcom. And when they pull him right. out and it's just her, it's filmed like a, a, a very dark, like drama. a dark drama where the camera moves around oh. with her. And so like the, the tone is completely different, whether yeah. she's masking for him or being herself. It is a brilliantly done TV show. Absolutely. Um, that sounds amazing. Oh, it yeah. is. And so we didn't know anything about it when we started watching it. Um, so we were confused as hell and thought, oh, we're not going to watch this. <laughs> and then it did the first snap where everything gets all dark. And we were like, oh, wait. Yeah, it, absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Um, definitely watch. Absolutely. All right. Uh, thank you, Lissa, for helping us fix the list. <laughs> the, Lissa, Lissa, <laughs> thank you for having me. It was great. Yeah, <laughs> I wish we'd I wish we'd done this sooner. Yeah. Um, and maybe maybe we'll uh, have you back. Is there like a particular uh, movie that you would like to talk about later? Oh, I don't know. I would have to think about that because I well, feel like I'm really good with some of these older ones we've already done. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you watch a Marvel movie and you're like, oh, I need to talk about that. Instead of sending me an email, <laughs> I will let you give know. me a holler. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to take two weeks off. Mm-hmm. Uh, give you guys a, a slight break, especially after this long episode. And we will be back on three hours and 21 minutes. Yeah. Well, then it'll probably trim down to about three <laughs> hours after I edit. Oh, my goodness. Uh, 21st, 4th, or week off, week off. Okay. So on the 11th of April, which should be exactly one year from our debut. Plus or minus a day. Mm-hmm. We will start back with season two, which will be Captain America Civil War. Are we going to do a special birthday J episode? That's what this is. This is the birthday J episode? This is the, we've been doing this for a year, <laughs> happy us episode. No, no, I mean a happy birthday oh, no, to no. Jeremiah no, we'll be doing that. episode. No? No. <laughs> well, maybe I'll spring something on you without you knowing about it. Maybe. I'll probably forget that. <laughs> Almost certainly. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> maybe I. You know what I could do? I could do uh, interview questions for you. Okay. And just let you talk the whole time. Ooh. Yeah. I like it. Good. All right. Well, well she'll uh, she'll forget to plan that, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Rude for Marvel movie night. <laughs> and stop recording. He's such a stinker. Stop.